everybody! Woo! I am back! Zach's back! We have missed you guys so much. We hope that our friends join us as we're here streaming live on this beautiful Sunday. And uh, it feels so good to be back, I gotta tell you. You know what? Mississippi was amazing. I had an awesome trip, met some really, really awesome people. Um, that southern hospitality, no doubt is real. Um, long work hours as our friend Kyron has joined us. What's up, Kyron? Kyron! Humbling. I love it. Yeah, Kyron. So, so you say that Southern Hospitality is doing pretty nice. You know what? Yeah, the, the Mississippi accent and everything, it's its very, very strong and, and very thick. How, how accurate How accurate is this compared to the Mississippi So that's more accent? like, that's more like a... I want to say more like southern. State. That's more like yeah, southern. More like I want to say Texas maybe, but I've yeah. never traveled to Texas. But like over there, you know what it's like. They go like how how you do it. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Mir Kong? Let's what go. is up? Um, but but yeah, it's it's Mississippi accent is legit. It's real and uh, it's uh, but again, just they're such cool, loving people. And uh, Zach's mic just fell right now. As you guys can see, that we're clearly uh, we're in good shape here. But we're that excited to go ahead and be back, guys. A week was way too long to go without talking to you guys. We hope that you guys have been good. Yeah, you're gonna have to go ahead and, and unlatch a little bit more, uh, and also get it as far close to the corner as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but while Zach gets that going. While I clearly set him up for disaster right there. <laughs> um, I'm just happy to go ahead and be able to talk to you guys. And I want to know from you guys, what happened this week with you guys? I, I need to know, how how are you guys doing? What what have you guys been up to? I mean, how I missed you, you guys so much. And Kyron, again, it's so good to go ahead and, and, and just... Here from you, my friend. We also have a new friend here, Amir Kong, which it's so awesome to go ahead and have just friends here talking uh, Attack on Titan with us. As you guys know, this is Attack the Talk. We're going to go ahead and continue on. What? Oh, whoa! Happy birthday, yeah. Kyron! Happy 18th, baby! Let's go! Happy birthday, Kyron. That is awesome, man. And thank you so much for joining us here on this beautiful Sunday, which is also... Your birthday! What is up, right, man? That's so cool. Now we need cool. to know. Well, happy birthday you're, to you, you're turning, Kyron. You're turning what? 18, 19? Uh, I mean, if you want to go ahead, eight, 18th. Hello, I wish. <laughs> 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 we can go ahead and leave it at that, but uh, you don't have to go ahead and disclose your age, my friend, because I did that. No, you're good. You're I good. did that during my audition tape, and I regret it kind of, because now I'm like kind of feeling, you know, maybe uh, I. I aged myself out of that bracket, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, regardless, man, it's you're awesome. Always, you're always a young man. You know, age is just a number, right? Exactly, age is but a number. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I'm just ecstatic to to be here. You read that one, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not cold. Actually, I'm actually pretty fired up. Woo! Yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, man, talk about heat. That Mississippi weather is all over the place. It's muggy, huh? And then you it rains, what? and then it's hot. The thing is, you got thunderstorms that kind of happen sporadically throughout the day, right? And again, I'm, for me, like, I work in a, a giant, like, box plant, right? Yeah. And, um, and it just gets so freaking humid. Hi, say! What is up, Hi, say! 
Man, hi, Sid. It's so Sid. awesome to go ahead and hear from you, my friend. How are, how have you been? We we, we want to know from our friends how's everybody doing. Uh, obviously, Kyron again is having an awesome day because it's his birthday, and we hope that you're having an awesome we birthday. Plan that. We planned this, and uh, <laughs> it just so happened the we stars are aligning. We but, just knew. Um, but yeah, uh, but Mississippi weather is insane. Yeah, because again, you go ahead and you'll have some rain, but then it gets so freaking humid and hot that it feels like a sauna. You know. I don't doubt that. Yeah. That reminds me a lot of, um, what was it? I went to Missouri to visit family. Oh, yeah. A while back. Same thing. Yeah. And then I don't know why that reminds me of, um, where did I go? Kona. I went to Kona. Okay. And it was like, it would be humid and muggy and hot. And then the next second, you know, it's like pouring rain yeah. and then it was super dry and then it would pour rain three hours later yeah it's weather the weather is just insane but i had a great time um and i'm just happy to be back again here with my friends and uh Heise says I'm pretty good Heise is asking how how are we and i know zach you say you're feeling really fired up i'm really fired up fired too up. man and i'm just just happy to be here back with you guys it's been a good couple weeks for anime in general yeah yeah I mean, uh, Zach is the anime guy. He knows his anime. You know, for me, like, if I need to go ahead and start a new anime, Zach's my go-to guy. I've got a roster of, like, 50 And uh, even when he gives me an anime and he knows that this is something I'm going to commit to, like, while I'm smack dab right in the middle of it, <laughs> Zach will get me another anime right to go to watch. Right when AJ gets to, like, the best part, I'm like, cool. So when you're done with that, watch this. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you know me. I, I can't, like, I have to focus on just one thing. But I did watch an anime in its entirety. Well, what is available so far. And uh, spoiler alert here. If you read Heise's last message, that is the, the anime ah! I saw. Because <laughs> Heise says Chainsaw Man on is the so last episode fire. of Chainsaw Man. And that is the anime that I watched while in Mississippi. Like, Comey, I was there. I've been, I've been meaning to watch Comey Can't Communicate. But. Oh, okay. See, Kyron is such an anime guy, too. Yes. It's so crazy. Yes. You know, like, for me, like, I know... Just like the the main kind of popular ones, right? That people Dude, obviously I'm, go ahead I'm and all niche right now. I love Chainsaw Man. I started Dude, reading the manga because I couldn't. I couldn't. I say it. you are going to. Yeah, it's amazing. But I also watch that last episode once you're done here with this podcast. Yeah, I just. Den yes. Yeah. Denji, Denji is awesome. Power. You know what's funny is that because there's there's very few. And I don't want to say there's very few, but there's like for me. I mean, obviously you you know my dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad has very specific kind of interest that is going to get him to Man's maybe stick around, taste. stick around for a certain yeah. anime, right? And, dude, I feel do you like not that's think right Chainsaw Man? Yeah, that's, that's literally... As, if you as, like AOT, you like Chainsaw Yeah, and so, obviously, AOT is uh, something that my dad watched with, with me and Lex. And um, I also do want to say, too, that as you guys could clearly see... Lexi is not here. She is still on vacation. She's enjoying her vacation, and uh, we we want her to enjoy her vacation. Out there and uh, the scenery, yeah, and the mooses, yeah, and, and and she will be back. Yeah, she'll be back, guys. Uh, but she's on vacation right now, and um, so Lexi, ho hopefully, you're having fun over on your vacation. Uh, but, but but yeah, so so uh, I've been I've been super invested lately into well, look, look, the season just ended for Vinland Saga. Yeah. Um, Dr. Stone is still week by week taking it day by day. I don't know if the season just ended, I think it might have. Mm -hmm. But I recently got back into um, 
Ranking of Kings. Okay. Which I know you have no idea what no, that is. No, no, Ranking of Kings. Is that with like this really little It's figure? a little dude. Yeah. A little dude with the blue shirt and he is deaf and mute. I get it. Amir Kong says Mob Psycho 100. Mob is he, Psycho is, is, is that one? I mean, that one's solid too. I yeah. feel like you would actually really like. Really? Anyways. Ranking of Kings Season 2 came out. I've been obsessed. And then I just started watching the, I think it's the Irregular at Magic High School. <laughs> what is it? The Irregular at Magic High School. Oh wow! Yeah, that's one I haven't even heard of. It's, Talk about niche. You really because I'm like all my, all my social media. I get all these recommendations for anime, and I'm like, oh, I've seen this. I've yeah. seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this. Whenever you get a recommendation of something, when I get one that seen, I haven't like, seen, okay, I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. I'm like, let's give it a shot. And keep I've in mind, guys, that this guy literally sacrifices sleep to just go ahead and watch hey, all these different anime. How do you animes. think I caught up on One Piece in like <clears throat> a year, year and a half? <laughs> that's not crazy. Is hey, that he wants Denji's hey, teeth. I would love that. I actually, yeah. funny enough, but you know what needs to that. be done in order I, for you to get those teeth, right? I chipped a tooth. But oh. It's not like you can see it. It's uh -huh. in the back of it. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna get a fang. I'm gonna get a fang. Yeah. And then no fang. No fang. But no fang. Close, but yeah. no fang. Um, but yeah, Chainsaw Man is one of those anime where I watched it because I know that I, I wanted to see it for a long time, and I was planning on watching it for my trip over to Boston and instead I, I finished watching Hunter Hunter so I was like you know what I'll go ahead and I'll watch Chainsaw Man and I didn't realize that come. season one is only like 12 episodes mm -hmm. and so I, I watched it you know I got I, before I knew it man like I was already on that final episode which obviously Heisei is, is on right now yeah and uh and dude it's yeah it's awesome and uh just to kind of put a little uh end to the story about you know with my dad and uh you know he watched AOT it took a little while for me and Lexi to get my dad to watch AOT, but he did and he enjoyed it, which is awesome. And so now I'm like, you mentioned, if you like AOT, you're going to like Chainsaw Man, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, I, in my mind, we have a mission I'm now. like, dude, we have a mission. I'm now. telling my dad because my dad was there with me over Mississippi. We're there for work. And, uh, and I'm telling him like, you need to watch this. Right, obviously, and the best he, part is back. it's not like AOT where he has a bunch to catch up. No, on. no, 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 no. It's he can it's just bing, bang, boom, get it done, and now caught he's caught up, up. And then we wait two. for whenever season two, exactly. And so uh, he said that he's obviously he's got some shows to catch up on, but then when he's got the time, he said that you know he'll he'll give it a shot. So we got to wait for that. Pause but. everything, chase on man. He can get it done in like. A I week. say I'm not going to say anything. Why would I say something? I say you need to watch it for yourself. It's the Come final on. episode of the season. Yes. Season. Final Not final episode, episode of the season. season. Don't so, worry. There's still a lot more Chainsaw Man I think to come. that you, you're aware if you're already at the final, season, final episode of season one, you're aware that crazy stuff could happen. Because, you know. Even the middle of the season yeah, is crazy. Like. So you just got to watch and see what crazy stuff happens. That's the thing is I'm that you have to watch it. All I could it. do for a while was just go. <laughs> on. Dude, the first time that that happened, I was like, "Oh shit, what?" It catches you off guard. Yeah. You're like, "Huh?" Yeah, I was like, "Damn, that's badass." But uh, right. but yeah, so that's that's the anime that I watched, and I'm very happy that I did. And uh, and you know me, I mean, I I, I waited for the for reason of watching it dubbed, and I did, mm -hmm. and I watched it dubbed, and uh, and I want to do, I want to give kudos to the to the voice actors who who did the voices because I I really liked the voices. I feel like it really matches, and I know that you people. Watched it in dub, huh? Whoa, Lexi is joining us. Hey, what's yeah, up, Lexi? Lexi? Lexi says happy birthday, Kyron. Of course, and we're gonna sing to Kyron at the end of this episode. So Kyron, stick around Ooh. so that all of us can go ahead and sing to you. But uh, but says Aki is badass, even though his katana shortens his life. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and, that's uh, the best part about the katana. Yeah. So uh. 
Um, also, too, we should also preface here that uh, we need to give spoiler warnings because there probably are some friends here that haven't watched uh, Chainsaw Man yet, uh, as well as we, we do our spoiler warning stuff with you know, Attack on Titan. And uh, so this is our spoiler warning, guys, that for anybody that has not seen Attack on Titan in, in its entirety, or shoot, even seen Chainsaw Man, as, as we are talking anime, about any it. Any anime. Uh, just spoiler <laughs> warning to our friends, because we love to go ahead and uh, dive into that rabbit hole. Um, but, but yeah, um, it was awesome, yeah. I'm oh, Kyron says, side note, I just finished Death Note like a week ago. Yes. Wow. Now, now, that Death Note Damn. is a lot different from Attack on Titan or Chainsaw Man for the fact that it's so Very psychological. It so really so is like an anime it's amazing. of like, like a chess match, yeah. you know? And when you go ahead and watch that, obviously, I'm not going to say what it is, but there's a moment that people stop watching in Death Note. And then, I mean, rightfully so. Um, again, I'm not going to say what moment it is because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But... When you go ahead and continue watching it, and how it ends, it really does leave you kind of bewildered a little bit. I love the ending. I will say this time and time again. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a specific meaning behind the ending, and it leaves it up into interpretation, and I love it. And a lot yeah. of people don't realize it. Yeah, see, Kyron, literally the perfect word. Breathless. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, and yeah, it's... You know, it's you, know what, you know what your dad and you would really like? Hmm. Vinland song. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that, and I think my dad would really like it too. That's one that I was thinking about starting because it's been generating a lot of high Season praise. Two just ended. It's the yeah, dude. I saw it too for the longest time over on Netflix, and I was like, oh, this is super cool. Netflix is pretty much caught up. Like yeah. Netflix is beat for beat. But AJ, we're going to talk about Netflix later too. I have no enemies. That's it. Thank you, Vinland Saga. I have no enemies. All right. No enemies. Awesome. That's awesome. But you know, I got to get my dad to watch Chainsaw Man first. And then the good thing is, like you said, it's only no, you season should, one. You should, you should play the first episode of each one. <laughs> no, no. And let your dad pick which no, one he wants to watch no. first. Because if I try to go one and one, then I already know what's going to happen. I just saw him a trailer of both of them. Be my like, dad's like going to go ahead and, and just like, all right, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to watch Entourage for the, you know, 10th time, time, whatever. He's watching it right now. <laughs> yeah, he's watching it right now as we speak, which is awesome. Entourage is an awesome show. 10 out of um, 10 would recommend. But I think that because we're already on the topic of Netflix, we might as well talk about it. Might as well. We might as well talk about it. Now, okay. <laughs> Obviously, while I was away. I don't know what we talk about. It. Um, yeah, Zach, go ahead and stand up. Get prepared. Don't sit down quite yet. Okay? Because while I was away, while we weren't able to go ahead and have uh, a stream, right? We know that something released. A trailer released, and it's something—a trailer of something we have talked about a lot. And so Zach's gonna go ahead and sit down. You're gonna know exactly. So Zach's gonna sit down, and you guys are gonna know exactly what trailer it is. So Zach, go ahead and do us the honor here. And that would be the. I'm gonna be the pirate king. <laughs> that would be, I'm the be the pirate king. Live action, One Piece, Netflix adaptation adaptation trailer, and. <laughs> I forgot whoa, the background whoa. music too. Literally right there on Gamu, the Gamu no. Um And a lot of people have some interesting thoughts about it. And for anybody that has not seen the trailer, 
I suggest you check it out just to go ahead and generate your own thoughts. Opinion, yeah. Right, your own opinion, which is perfect, yeah. Heisted does say, uh, to go back to Death Note a little bit, he says, i seen the ending of Death Note on TikTok with, with sad, sad music. music. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's, the edits. that's, that's an experience. But, but uh, yes, One Piece live action Netflix adaptation. We finally got a finally solid got a look. trailer. Yeah. And, and uh, I want to know, uh-huh. I want to know what your opinions are on it first. Okay. I will say that I was pleasantly surprised only because of this. We're all aware that Netflix live action adaptations of anime are dog shit. Very bad but track history. <laughs> when I watched it, there was a moment here where, I mean, I saw a lot of things that I was like, oh, I don't know about that, but there was just a glimmer of hope. Right? I think I know what glimmer of hope you're talking about. You know what? To be honest, I don't even know if there's a specific glimmer of hope. It's more so like... <laughs> I said... What I just say? One you piece. said one piece, I'm going to watch that on my deathbed because it's so long. Oh, yeah. No, you've, you've got to <laughs> watch it before it ends. Yeah. There's no... There's, it defeats the whole purpose <laughs> of looking for the one piece for a thousand plus episodes if you know what the one piece is. It's true. And you don't want to get spoiled by uh, you. You said you got you watched the ending of Death Note on TikTok, so you know you're gonna you're gonna get spoiled. Oh, dude, people spoiled Gear Five like crazy. Yeah, like they lost their minds over Gear Five, and now the internet, just all of media is basically counting down the weeks until we get the animated Gear Five episode, because they are partnered with Warner Brothers for the animation of that episode. Wow, they're going full Looney Tunes in this bitch. Well, no worries, Amir. Amir Kong says has to leave early, but uh, yeah, no worries at all. Thank you so much for joining us here, and we hope to see you in our uh, future future streams. We stream every Sunday, so uh, hopefully Mm -hmm. we get to see you uh, next stream. But thank you for joining us. Okay, what was your glimmer of hope in the trailer? I said, whoa, Valo, what is up, Sun God? I haven't heard from you in a while. What's up, dude? I can finally chat. Hopefully everything has been good, man. That's awesome that you're here in chat joining us. Uh, Yeah. Amazing. Um, What was your glimmer of hope? You know what? Again, here's the thing, though. Um, Man, I... There isn't one specific thing. It's more so, like, kind of the... A little bit of the attention to detail, mm-hmm. you know. Well, there has obviously Oda. Oda is the one yeah. who is giving his approval on everything, right? I'm gonna look it up. So that's what's good, and I think that's what the glimmer of hope is. Is Oda? Maybe that's what it is. You know, that's, this is the first say, time though, they've actually brought Luffy. Kind of pisses me off a little bit just from the trailer already. Yeah. No, look. I think that. I forget his name, but the actor that plays Luffy. Yeah. Because I've seen them do little, like, interviews and the cast watching the trailer He fits Luffy well. He, well, the thing is, yeah, he fits Luffy very well. But the thing is, he has so much love and passion for it. Mm -hmm. Like, when they played the trailer for the cast for the first time and they watched it all together, he broke down in tears. Really? Like, he loves, he loves the project that he's on. That's awesome. And that that gives me a little bit more of a glimmer of hope, which Mm -hmm. I'm... You obviously want people that are attached to the roles to care about them, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you got somebody who's just doing it just for, you know, the job or just because they're getting paid to go ahead and do it, you know, regardless if they are, you know, probably the best fit for it, like, you want somebody who's going to 
you know, bring authenticity yeah. to the character, you know? Bring life to the character. Yeah, that's what Actually it is. I mean, obviously, life. it's live adaptation. And, uh, and yeah. I don't. I haven't seen that one, Heise. So sorry. Which, I'm sure Zach probably has. Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah. Jujutsu Kairin? Yeah. Yeah, Kairin. Yeah, yeah, Kairin, yeah. <laughs> no, Jujutsu Kaisen... Uh, it's K A I S E N. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Absolute is not super like ah, it's pretty gory. I feel like that's another one that you would like as well. Mm. Jutsu Kaisen is amazing, but they're just I don't want to overload you. But okay. So let's talk, let's continue on with the trailer here. Do so, you have a specific glimmer of hope? Was it the actor? So his name's like Inyaki or whatever is right. I don't know. His name. Like Inyaki something. He's awesome. I love him. I love the cast. I'm just not a big fan of who was casted for Nami, mm -hmm. in my personal opinion. And why is that? The behind that. No, because she was like a huge anime hater. And really? And then she got casted for Nami, and all of a sudden she's like, I love anime! I love Oh, because I thought it was the other way around, because I thought that she, for the longest time, loved Nami. No, no, no. She, she used to talk so much smack on anime and people Oh, wow. I've been deceived. She was like the biggest hater on the planet then she got Nami yeah and now, like, now, so maybe that's what it is maybe I've but, seen the after getting the role yeah after getting the role she's been super but I was like you yeah but I have a couple of things so one I'm gonna show you this if you mm. want to you guys can go ahead and yeah, watch yeah it. The, the trailer's this been out for a while now right here oh okay yeah gotcha. with the Sea King mm -hmm. from like early early on mm. he looks absolutely amazing in mm. my eyes and I know one of the hardest things to bring to live action is being stretchy. Yeah. Like, that's the hard, like, the best example I could think of where it came out horribly was, um, um, what's it called? Looney Tunes, basketball. Oh, Space Jam? Space Jam. Yeah. When they stretch his arm. Yeah. Like, but this looks actually good. And one glimmer of hope that I have that I was, I just kind of digging around and I found is, this is the biggest budget Netflix has ever had. Yeah. For any it was show. Bigger than, it's bigger than Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. 18 million things. an episode? Yeah. That's insane. And you know, half of that, if not three quarters of it, is going to CGI. Yeah. A lot of it's CGI. A lot of it is already just like on set, building those ships and stuff. Oh, and the and building. amazing, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, the sets look good. I <laughs> just, the one gripe I have. They it didn't is. give Sanji his swirly brow. No, that's the thing too, is that Sanji doesn't have a swirly brow, which obviously is important to the story because that's kind of like based on his family, right? Yeah. But then also, you know, people have a little bit of an issue with, you know, Usopp not having his long nose, but yeah, whatever. that is not necessarily <laughs> important to the story. So it's, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, the whole reason Usopp has a nose is because he's... Yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, it's a Pinocchio kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a Pinocchio thing. But like, <clears throat> no one cares about the nose. Yeah, million episodes or hundred episodes down the road. Yeah, he's been on the crew for a bit. And then when you get to Sanji's story, obviously the eyebrow is important, right? Now the question is, I have this question for you: Do you think they would actually go live action for the entirety of One Piece? Um, I think the plan is to focus on obviously uh arcs but they're going to go ahead and really speed run through it you know which they're doing now because they said they're going to go ahead and, and end like it to where episodes? yeah so eight episodes and focusing on the, uh, when they're line? when they're getting to the uh the grand sea right grand line yeah, yeah the grand line and i think, I think it's gonna end <laughs> i think we're gonna see laboon and i think that's when we're gonna because there's no chopper there's no robin mm -hmm. there's no frankie 
Like, we don't even see Brooke. Like, nothing. Yeah. We don't even get a glimpse of Chopper. Yeah. Which I'm curious to see how they do that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. But, yeah, they're condensing all the way up to, I think, right after Arlong Park. Yeah. Into eight episodes. And I was like, we'll see how the story pans out. Because one big thing from Oda is his storytelling, his world building. And if you're going to condense it all, you can't really world build and storytell that much. You know what? Eight episodes really does... Bothers me. You couldn't have done at least 12, you know? Oh, right? Like, like, really get, like, good, like... Like you said, storytelling out of just solid episodes instead of just, like, okay, we got eight episodes to go ahead and really tell a story, yeah. right? And then you're missing certain details, you know? And then you're kind of, like, focusing on something rather than, you know, another I, thing. And I think a good eight-episode mark... Would have been Barity with Sanji. Mm -hmm. They bring on Sanji, that's the fifth member, and then we're chilling. Yeah. But they wanted to go all the way to Arlong and then start the Grand Line. Now, all I'm going to say is this if they do want to continue the live action in the future, they need to be okay with lengthening it. Yeah. Well, unless each episode's like an hour and a half, like Black Mirror shit. Because if each episode's like an hour and a half, then it's really more like. 25 episodes when you really think about it 24 25 episodes of like actual one yeah that, and that makes, makes a bit more sense yeah and do we necessarily we don't even know we don't know how long how long the episodes are but i guarantee you with the trend they've been going like they just dropped black mirror five episodes each one's over an hour hmm. i feel like all of these are gonna be over an hour yeah they have to be, they have to be at least an hour yeah if they're gonna be focusing on getting to a get certain all point all the way to our long part not even finish it just get to it yeah. They gotta have like hour long episodes. Yeah. So I'm not sleeping that night. Yeah. Well, hopefully it turns out good. I mean, obviously everybody has their reservations about it because it's Netflix and live action. I think I know a lot of people who don't like it. And for me, it's just like I think I've come to the point where I'm like, it is what it is. Take it as a Netflix adaptation, don't take it as One Piece. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. Like, I think I'm pretty excited for it. I'm excited, no doubt. I mean, it, like we talked about, just a glimmer of hope, and there is some glimmers there, you know. And yeah. uh, and then we'll see how it is. I mean, for all we know, when it gets released in August, I think it's late August. I can't remember exactly, but uh, for all we know, we're going to be praising this live action adaptation. It'll be the only thing I'm talking about for the yeah. next like year. But yeah, so. Thank you for joining my one piece segment. I've waited so long for it. Yep. So now, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to go ahead and jump into uh, the Q&As and the poll questions. We have two of them to go ahead and discuss, two each. And uh, I'll let Zach decide which one he wants to start with. I'll start with the with the poll. Okay. Let me pull it up. I had it right here. So, Just make sure. Is these two right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So starting off with the first um, poll that we posted. Yeah. Now, the question is, if the Levi squad split, which team would you join? And the options are Jean, Sasha, and Connie. Mm. Now, I'm not going to lie, the results, a little bit sad. <laughs> a little bit sad. But before I get into the results, I do want to know, AJ, who did you vote for? Uh, so, I went with my heart instead of my brain. And my heart went to Sasha. Yeah? 
Yeah. Okay, well, I went with my heart, or my heart and my <laughs> brain, <laughs> and not to show you who I'm going with. Uh, your sadness, I think, speaks for it all, and that would be, yeah, you go for, when Con when yeah, Connie. I go for Connie, because yeah. we're big knuckleheads. Yeah. We're just big little goofballs. Now, in regards to the results, coming in at last place uh -oh. <laughs> with a staggering 5%, we got Connie. Connie, 5%. Oh, wow. I was hoping Connie would get at least 10 or more. A but... little bit more love. Wow. Now, if I were to go with my brain, I would have picked someone else. But my heart. Me too. I got it. I got to pick my, my, love, my lovable cue ball. Yeah. Now, in second place with 32%, we have Sasha. Wow. Which means yeah. an alarming 64% yeah, that's, that's team horse face. Wow. See, that's where my brain went to. I think Jean would have been the right answer, but, I mean, my heart wanted to join Sasha. This is like, say, oh, happened again. Um, If you want, bro, I can slide this over and you can go, or if you want to go ahead and type it here. That is true. We'll go ahead and we'll do that. Since, uh, See, little mic stands. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're rusty, guys. Obviously, a week took a toll on us in our podcast game. Um, also, too, Zach obviously is sitting in a different spot. So, uh... A bit out of my norm. So, yeah. I gotta sit behind the fan. Or in front of the fan. Um... But, yeah, so, I mean, I think that obviously Jean is the right answer. I, I was alarmed by what you just said. 60 plus. 64? Yeah, 64%. That's a lot. That's majority there. And um, Oh, yeah. Well, and um, the thing is, I think because of what even early on in season one with Marco essentially having the ob observation and, and saying that Jean would be a good leader. Mm -hmm. Obviously not because of his alpha abilities. More yeah. so just he's relatable and he knows what it takes to to lose. And he knows... Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, it's one of those things where we see Jean and his development as a, as you know, a cadet to a scout to you know being this this member in this Levi squad to being you know somebody that you can really kind of rely on because we know that he's somebody that had his ups and downs. We know that he yeah. had his moments of of freezing and you know and stuff, hesitating in moments and stuff where he needed help. But he's grown like from that's those. what makes him relatable. Yeah, he's like, grown from those moments. <clears throat> He, he takes his failures and he learns from them and he adapts. Yeah. But, yeah. So, Jean. But I need to oh, hear God. from you, though. Why do you think Connie would make a good leader? I just think it would be a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just I the, just think it would be... I feel like it would be similar to, like, the chaotic energy of Hanji. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm all for the chaos. Yeah. Someone needs to keep cue ball in line, yeah. and I feel like I'm up for the job. You know what I think of too is that how I see Connie is, uh, and I, I I think I brought this guy up a couple weeks ago before uh, we uh, we left. Uh, was Gelger? Mm -hmm. Gelger is obviously 100%. a character that uh, you voice, and a character that we we lost far too early in the story, and somebody who had a lot of potential, but you could tell he was already this leading. Scout, yeah. right? He was there with was Nanaba, respected. and uh, yeah, definitely respected. He uh, had a, a, an incredible resume to the point where you know that he is leading in such high stakes because of the resume that he has. And then I could see Connie kind of being like that, where he's somebody that doesn't take moments too serious. Obviously, he was more focused on drinking, 
right? Because he wanted yeah. to get his drink on, you know. But with Kanye, you know, Kanye has his mind other places as well. But he's yeah. still, regardless of where his mind is, you know that Kanye's still somebody that is going to be a crucial member of the team. And he if he is them. the leader, I think that he is, regardless of his mind being somewhere else, he is going to make sure that whatever the job is, that the job is going to get done. Yeah. You know? And like, uh, I feel like that's very much me. Because you know me, I'm like, I'm like twice. I'm anywhere and everywhere all at once. I'm up and down, left and right. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, like pull together, yeah, yeah. get it done. I feel like Connie's the same way. When push comes to shove, Connie can Connie can pull it out of his ass. Yeah. But, <clears throat> awesome. Um, with Sasha, <laughs> we know that Sasha, she has obviously incredible instincts and awareness, right? Mm. We know that she herself can also be a little bit of a, you uh, know, mixed Bazatron. Perfect. And, um, but still, I think that much like Connie, you know, whatever the task is at hand, she takes it very serious. And we've seen those moments already when we've got up to this point now in season three where yeah. whether that's her being, you know, kind of like a reinforcement, her being, you know, somebody who is, uh, you know, on lookout and, uh, and, you know, she's there protecting her allies and she takes her job serious. But then when when all that's kind of done, you know, she likes having fun. Yeah, you she's know? not afraid to cut loose when <clears throat> the time allows for it. Yeah. The situation allows for it. Yeah. But, awesome. So then on to the next poll. The question that we posted last was, which Titan would terrify you the most if you found out that it was heading towards your district? Yeah. And that's what we talked about that's on the last episode. That's what we talked about episode. the, yeah, episode. So you guys already know what we've all said. Yep. But <clears throat> starting off in... Or with the options. The four options we left you guys were the Beast Titan, the Colossal Titan, the Armored Titan, and the Female Titan. Mm -hmm. Which we, <clears throat> last episode, we, we talked about it, and obviously we threw in the Rod Rice Titan. But, I mean, yeah. just through our conversation, we realized that Rod Rice Isn't that was thrown in there just for the theme of what we're talking yeah, about in the story. for the timeline of the episode. But in though. terms of, like, danger and everything and stuff like that, it's like, they were... Obviously, he's not as scary as those other titans. You yeah. know, obviously, you can argue. He's much of a threat. Yeah. He's big, yeah. but he's a slug. But now, in regards to the results, starting off in last place mm -hmm. with 11%. I want to know who you think is. Who do you think got last place? Last place, I, if I were to guess, I'd probably say female. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, really? 11% okay. for the female titan. Okay. Now, this one shocked me a little bit. Okay. But third place with 13%. Okay, that's close. The Beast Titan. Really? Yes, the Beast Titan is third wow. place with 13%. And that is a Titan that I had at the top of my list. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, what blows me away is how... Is it not even close? It's not even oh, close. <laughs> okay. Now, in second place with 17%, not even breaking 20 Wow. We have the armor titan. Wow, which means the nuclear bomb. 59% for the colossal titan. And that titan. was you. That you was me, said, baby. Yeah, so you're in the majority. <clears throat> Interesting. Wow. So if I remember correctly, Lexi chose the armored. Yes. Right? So she chose, she's in the she second, second place. And I chose the beast titan. But wow, staggering 59%. Okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense because it says size doesn't matter. Well, I mean, part of it too is because we know that the <clears throat> biggest threat 
which we're introduced to obviously is a colossal in, in yeah. the first episode Kicks and uh and when we see the abilities we come to to find out really how strong this titan is we know that it has its flaws and stuff you know yeah. lack of mobility and all that and stuff right and uh but I mean, it poses an brute. Yeah, it poses an incredible, uh, exactly incredible force, incredible strength, and, um, and it does a lot of da a lot of damage. Um, Heise chose armored, so Heise is armored, no nope. doubt. Sorry, you know what Colossus Titan does? Steps on it, <laughs> squishy like a bug. Um, but that's so interesting. Wow. For me too, I, I explain why I chose I a Beast Titan. Miles away. And that's because Zeke himself scared me because we talked about Connie a little while ago, but yeah. Connie's entire village, Ragako, was all transformed into Titans. We don't necessarily know how he did that because when we know that they get trans transformed because of, you know, spinal fluid, right? Yeah. How did the entire village transform into Titans without any sort of spinal fluid? That's one thing that's kind of a loose end that I mean, one we don't necessarily that, know. One, one thing going based on what you said... That would terrify the <laughs> living crap out of me. Season four. Man jumps out of a plane and just <clears throat> drop. It's raining Titan. Yeah. Like that, I could understand terrifying the crap. If I look up and I just see giant naked people falling at terminal well, velocity. That's the thing too is that not only is it alarming that you see some sort of, you know, aircraft getting ready to do an airstrike. But well, you see people dropping their parachutes. You're like, oh, shoot, they're going to go ahead and have soldier drop. But then this yell causes, like, lightning and everything. You see all these different, you know, flashes of light. And, the and they transform into the naked people. And it's like, oh, damn. Well, we're, all, we're all screwed. Fine. Um, but, yeah, that's who I... That's who my... my where my it's vote went still, to. All of them are still good votes. Yeah, they're all terrifying. It's just the Colossal's sure. terrifying. It's like, how do you want to die? Scarier. You know, Do you want to die by the hands of, you know, and you, you choose, you pick your poison. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? Because I don't think there's surviving that situation. You know? With any of those Any four. of them, you're not surviving. Yeah. Unless you're like, unless you got like a bunker 50 yards underground, you ain't surviving. Yeah. yeah. Even the Colossal, you might not survive 50 yards underground. And then even... The stipulation here in the question was that you don't have a, a Titan user to protect you. Yeah. Right? So it's not like it's you have Aaron in your modern district. Modern day, real life. If yeah. you see that, like... But also, I don't have Q&A results. You don't? Okay. So if you go to the Instagram, there's a highlighted version. It should be there. <laughs> um, I don't know how to get to the results. So if you go to the Q&A, right... Let's see. And I think you just scroll up. So like this one, right? As uh, no, we, we did we talk about that one? I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. Um. Hmm. Interesting. How do we get to that? How does Lexi do it? Lexi, if you're there, if you're there, Lex, <laughs> um, if you can go ahead and tell us how to get to the results, we'd appreciate it. Of oh, the Q and A. Let me see if I can figure it out. <laughs> Deloading the this is why of Lexi. Yes, yes, no doubt. Because Lexi you is the one. Baby. Let me see if I can get it on mine. If I can, you can just go ahead and do it. But what's up, Deloading? Um, yeah, Lexi's the one. Obviously, does it because I'm not logged in. Maybe. I just don't remember the password. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is because I scrolled up and then I'm really really good. Yeah. You gotta be so. See, I've been booted, man. Yeah. So there's a question there you for go. you, and all you gotta do is scroll up. Thank you, sir. We got it figured out. <sighs> Deloading. Who needs Lexi? We got it. We got this. Yeah. Two brain cells, baby. Yeah. It's Connie and Sasha, Taekwondo duo. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. All right. So what was that question we oh, yeah, asked so a couple weeks ago? The first one was, why does Aaron always do the opposite of what you ask? Yes. Why? Because he's an idiot. <laughs> that's yeah. just it. But. Starting off from portraits by K. A. I think that's Kyron. That's Kyron. Kyron. Yeah. My birthday boy. Yep. Starting off Where's with the birthday, birthday boy. boy. I have to say. Kyron says because he lives for freedom. LOL. He wants to do his own thing. Yeah, I mean that's a great point, that's and we true. know that that's his motivation is is freedom for him and his. <laughs> like, who needs legs? Right. I want to remember that when we ask you for help next time. <laughs> we didn't say that. Nate, we kid, we kid, we kid. Nate, remove it. <laughs> Missy Lex. But no, he's in his little rebellious stage right now. Yeah. He's over here like, I do what I want, mom. This is the beginning of that rebellious kind of teenager phase, but then as he gets older, it's a completely different rebellious phase for sure. Different type of rebellion. Yeah. Now, next up we have... Whoa. (laughs) Sadie Wakimoto, 777. Is it Sadie Wakimoto? Just read it however you think. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's yeah. the answer. Could or be. DGAF. Yeah. Written. But he just. I, I think Aaron does, but he just has his motivations. He has his. He has his own personal yeah. opinions and he sticks with that. Yeah. So I agree there. Next up is I am Storm. Yeah. So and that's, that's our friend Heisei. I say Heisei. Yeah. yeah. So what does Heisei have to say? Heisei says because our he's. Our favorite Jaegerist. Because he's, yeah, Heist is our favorite Jaegerist, and uh, he says because he's stubborn. Yeah. Hmm. Asylum badass killer Aaron. Yeah, he's there to go. I like how says, <laughs> he says here, though, he says, if I made an anime, the enemies would win, and everyone else would die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You know what? It, the thing is, there's a lot of anime now where it does flip the perspectives flip like yeah. that. And those are the, like, man, those are the anime that really get you, like, mm-hmm. thinking, but grips you to where you have to just keep watching. I mean, even then, that's kind of like season four right now. Yeah. Like, we start off season four with the enemy. Exactly. You know, but- how do you go from somebody who is described as humanity's only hope to be, so now you have somebody where it's like we need to deal with yeah, we need to deal with this guy no he's insane he's clinically yeah. insane I, like I know Heisei's fanboy through and through yeah um, next up we have our boy Marco alright what does Marco have to say being told what to do makes him feel not free and he likes his freedom it's like when you go to do yeah. the dishes yeah and someone tells you to do the dishes and you're like no, yeah. I won't. Yeah, in your mind. Even though I was on my way to do them, I won't do, them do it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I mean, what it is. You know, basically just reverse psychology, except it's not even attempted. Yeah. Next up, we have Eddie. Shout out Eddie. What does Eddie have to say? It's all part of a huge plan. Damn. Very well, true. 
the thing is, we know Aaron yes. gets to a point where he sees all. <laughs> yeah. I say because he's got that dog in him. Yeah, I like it. Deloading says, in, in response to this question, it says it's his way and nobody else's way. Yeah. Pretty and then Heisey responds saying because he has that dog in him. <laughs> pretty much. He's got that dog yeah. in him. Yeah. You're not wrong, Next guys. Up, we have Victoria Shrum. Okay. <laughs> Just like I started it with because he's an idiot. Yeah, that's that simple. That's that's it. It. It's, it's, oh, because he's an idiot. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we know that. I want to say this, but you know, obviously, he's very calculated, Aaron, right? But he does act on emotion. You he's know, he's definitely an impulse person. Yeah, and uh, I would never let him go online shopping. He'd impulse buy everything. Yeah, um, but. I mean, there are moments where you're like, come on, dude, you got to be smarter than that for sure. Yeah. You know? And uh, and then he does go to an extreme, which we know. And, and um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, I don't know what Aaron is doing. I don't know why he's doing the things he does. I know that it's for he's, freedom and it's for protecting his home. But an interesting character. <laughs> he doesn't have to go above and beyond here. And then last but certainly not least, we have our boy Bobby. All right. There we go. What's Bobby have to say? It's in his nature, y'all, to be free from everything, including rules slash obedience. Yeah. 100% true. Yeah. That's just Aaron to a T. Is I like it. Doing his own thing. Now, the next Q&A that we had was, what character has a better ideal for freedom and why? Whoa. That's, a, that's, a that's an interesting one. question. Now. Wow. I want to know. Who's your who's your ideal freedom model out of the entire cast? Out of the entire cast? Damn, that's a tough one. Man. I can scratch Aaron off that list because I thought Aaron was my guy and then all of a sudden Aaron did a 180. Yeah. Um, damn, that's tough. Obviously, Zeke wants to eradicate breeding. <laughs> Yes. Um, ooh, Lexi said. So again, this is a question that Lexi came up with. This Lexi says, this is "I knew really you liked the Q and A." Wow, made it a deep thinker. I know <laughs> yeah. she made this one a heavy hitter. Damn. You know what, Zach? You really are putting me in the spot here because I had no idea what the question was. I didn't know either. <laughs> and uh, and here I am thinking on the fly here, you know. And I want to say I'm thinking of. Of prominent figures who have their, you know, their certain aspirations and their idea of what freedom is, you know, and I know that obviously Irvin is no longer with us, but thinking about what he wanted to accomplish, I still don't know if I'd go that route because, I mean, he is looking out for humanity, but he also is kind of selfishly, mm. he has his own goals and he's... I could just be a certain pawn in his, you know, overall. I'm really surprised. I thought off the bat we would have the same answer. Really? But I think what it is is that I'm I'm thinking too much about this. I think you are. Because I know my answer, and I'm surprised that this isn't your answer, like, immediately. Okay. Well, then maybe if you say what your answer is, I'll be like, damn, yeah, that's it. Armin. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I think what it is with Armin is that like I've been a little bit disappointed with him in season four. Only because you wanted to take more charge. I mean, he needs to at this point. Yeah. You know, but well, now he has no choice. Yeah, he has no choice. But I think with with Armin, it's 
But the question is just his ideal of freedom. That's true. And yeah, I don't know why Armin is somebody I didn't even really even think of. You know, the way I see, it, I feel like Armin is very level-headed, very smart when it comes to like politics in the AOT world. Yeah, Armin's main goal would be like, how can I keep peace with all other countries around us? Now that we know that there are other countries, yeah, that's Armin's. I feel like that would be Armin's main goals: just peace, giving everyone the equal rights. And I feel like Armin's ideals of freedom is just like being able to do what you want without having major repercussions from it. Yeah. Like, I feel like Armin's thing would be like, being okay, it's okay to fail in the world. Yeah. And there's always going to be another option for you. I like that. Yeah. I feel like that's how Armin would describe freedom, is being, having the ability to fail without major repercussion. I do want to counter that real quick, how you say Heise says he didn't even try to fight Aaron. Aaron bashed him. The sad thing is... The Taco Bell edit. <laughs> the, sad, the sad thing is, Armin did try. <laughs> he still got his ass kicked. I want to know, Lex, who did you choose? Yeah. I know this was your question. You had to have come up with the question with an answer in mind. Yeah, so would love to go ahead and and find out from you, Lex, who you chose. But in the meantime, I guess we can go ahead and see how our friends answered this. But I like that. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of Armin, but Armin is the choice that I should have gone with. That, that's, that's my, that was my gut reaction. Mm -hmm. Like, Armin, 100%. Yeah. So starting off with our answers, we have I am Storm. Well, and Storm I said <laughs> Aaron because he will do absolutely anything for it. Yeah. Now I love that. In terms of you, you love his passion. I don't like his ideal of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I love his passion. I think Heisei is trying to say as long as you're on Aaron's team, you're not losing. You know that you, yeah, and uh, yeah. Wow, Lex, you said you're going to go ahead and, and ask this question and not even have an idea as to who you're thinking of. Lex says, to be honest, I have no idea. I think I liked Mikay's ideals the most because he was responsible in the way he fought for it and never gave up. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that he even had to remind himself not to give up. And obviously, we know that he... We've talked about it plenty of times in this podcast, but, you know, he mm -hmm. met an incredible threat in the Beast Titan, and it's the first time somebody had to go ahead and really um, stand up to this Beast Titan, and he obviously had no chance, but, you he know, still, he went out in a gruesome way, but, I mean, he had to go ahead and remind himself, and he did. He, he didn't give up. We know that his legs were butchered, but he still fought to the end, and, uh, and yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting ideal to go ahead and, and, and have. how hard you can get hit, AJ. It's about how hard you can get hit, yeah. and... Try to stand back yeah. up. <laughs> Lexi says that Levi is a close second because he's more just along for the ride and passive in his fluid and his decisions. You know, Levi is somebody that I was thinking of, like I was talking about these prominent figures that, I, that came to my mind, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and Levi was somebody that came to my mind, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what, Levi... Levi doesn't have major ideals. I feel like he's just like... Well, it's like what Lexi's saying here. He's just kind of fluid and he just yeah. kind of goes along with, you know, with certain things. And uh, and that's where I was like, I don't know. And plus, I don't want to be another casualty of, yeah. of you know, I don't know. Just, you know how Levi... I feel like Levi, Levi's idea of, ideal of freedom is saying everyone fend for themselves. Leave me alone. I'm going to go relax finally. Yeah. <clears throat> and just Maybe. everyone does their own thing, which I think would just cause chaos. Yeah. And if anybody yeah. deserves to relax, I mean, it's him. It's, it's him. Yeah. It's him. But next up, we have our boy Eddie, who sent it because there's a character cap in three parts. Oh, he has it in three answers? Yeah, because there's a character cap. 
Okay, okay. So, <gasps> Aaron's idea of freedom is more free in a sense. After the rumbling, LDS future is open to endless possibilities, whereas Zeke's idea of freedom ends the Eldian race as a whole. Mm, yeah. That's true. So, I feel like if you, if you were given between Zeke and Aaron, I would still go Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I would too. If those are the only the only options available, then yeah, I think that you, Aaron is the option. If you really want to get into it, in terms of core ideals of freedom, not regarding specific races, mm-hmm. probably pick Zeke. Because I feel like Aaron is the same as like how I viewed Levi's. Like Aaron's freedom is just everyone gets to do whatever they want, which was just going to end up in chaos. Which mm-hmm. is why I feel like Armin's ideal of freedom is would be a bit more structured. Yeah. And it'd have sort of like backup plans in case things do start to fall into chaos. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we know that Armin is, uh, he tries to be thorough and he tries to be as careful, precise. And when things don't go a certain way, you know, he plans accordingly. Yeah. Right. And I think that is, a, yeah, I mean, every point you're making is, is I'm getting more upset at myself for why I didn't think of my guy in the first place. Your boy, the narrator. But I think that's Isn't why, I, I think because I've just been a little bit disappointed in, uh, in, his, in him. his performance in season four. Yeah. And then last but not least, yet again, we have our boy Bobby. Yep. It's very simple. Aaron, hands down. Aaron, hands down. Aaron, hands yeah. down. And like I said, Aaron, I love Aaron. Love my boy. He's a bit psychotic, but I love my boy. But I feel like there's not enough structure in terms of his freedom. Yeah. You, you can have freedom, but you need a structure to that freedom as well for it to be successful. Yeah, definitely. You need to have that structure. I know that a lot of people don't like having structure, but structure is needed. Um, interesting here, Isis says about Aaron, right? So or maybe this is in regard to Levi. Um, mm-hmm saying because Lexi said that Levi is a close second because he's more more just goes along for the ride and passive and is fluid in his decisions and it looks like Heise responds saying or maybe his freedom is everyone he cared about being alive that might be Levi's freedom I think that's a solid one yeah yeah because I think we know Levi works extremely hard to make sure that those that he cares about survive but I mean unfortunately it doesn't work out that way because with Levi he is he has such skill that he always has to be at the front line of whatever the worst thing is. Yeah. And, and if you're attached to that, people around him don't have that Levi ability. And so your chances of survival aren't as high as Levi's are because Levi is very skilled. But because you are attached to Levi, you are around the biggest threats all the time. In reality, when you think about it, the Levi squad is just like a death sentence. Unfortunately, it is. It's just like... You know, you need to try to be as good as Levi, but we know you're not. Yeah. But good luck. You're going to do the same things he does. Yeah. And I think that's why, especially with the Levi squad, is that how well the team works together is what's going to enhance their survival rate. Exactly. You know, you got to be able to collaborate. Yeah. But wow. Thank you so much for all the responses, guys. We appreciate thank it. Thank Those you. are some good questions. Those are some good poll questions. And Lexi, that I was an awesome really like uh, Lex, Q&A. I really like question. That yeah. one was pretty good. That one was definitely a thinker. Had me had me stunned because I didn't think of my guy. <laughs> boy, boy, the narrator, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much again for all that. Thank you, Zach, for, uh, for uh, giving us the results. Of course, of course. 
Yeah. High he continues saying the Levi is probably exhausted, like you said, at the front of everything. That might be why he looks and he looks sad all the oh, time. Oh, 100%. That man yeah. is absolutely deadbeat tired. Yeah. The man literally gets blown up like once a season. But we know why he's continuing to fight. It's because mm-hmm. he promised something to Commander Irvin. That is, he sure. promised to take out Zeke. And we know that that promise hasn't been fulfilled. So he's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that that is accomplished. And then I think Levi can finally rest. But again, I'm not emotionally ready for this. That's a, that's a tall task. A tall, that that's a, tall that's word. a tall, hairy task to, to deal with, <laughs> especially when it's attached to a very massive, scary, uh, founding Titan that I think we, we learned about the name of Aaron's Titan form a couple weeks ago, which I forget, but I think Lexi, if you can remember it, uh, remind us, please. It's like, I think, I don't know if it was like the destruction Titan or something, or if it was like, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it was referred to as a name. But, uh, but yeah, Doomsday so Titan. Doomsday. Yes, that was, I don't know why my brain automatically went to Armageddon, but close second. Yeah. Yeah. Doomsday. Yeah. That's what it is. Hell yeah. Awesome. Alrighty, so um, we're going to we go can. ahead and finally finish Season 3, Episode 8. This is going to be Part 3 of our breakdown and discussion. Mm-hmm. This episode, as we know, guys, it's a long, longer name, and that is Outside the Walls of Orvud District. And that is because what is outside the walls of Orvud District, approaching very, very quickly, is very, the Rice Titan. Hot. Literally coming in hot. Yeah, literally coming in hot. And, uh, and so we know that... The scouts, they're trying to beat Rod Rice Titan because Irvin has a plan, and we're going to find out what that plan is in this episode. So we're going to go ahead again, finish this uh, breakdown, finish this episode, and uh, and I'm fired up. So I'm fired up. Yeah, you're fired I'm up so for sure. Fired up. So um, I can't even say in my seat. So Zach, hey Eddie, what is up, man? Eddie. You're not late at all. We're going to go ahead and and. <clears throat> Go ahead and uh, begin the breakdown of the episode. And uh, Ed, if you want to go ahead and hear us talk about your responses, then uh, you're going to have to go back, my friend, and watch it from uh, the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So without further ado, Zach, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and begin as you uh, so are going to be narrating. <laughs> so much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So... We left off with Hanji telling Historia. Our only way forward is to kill your father. As Hanji points to her father, Rod Rice, in his massive, disgusting titan form heading to Walsina, Historia stares at her father as she prepares herself mentally with the daunting task. Now, we see the scouts continue their travels back to Walsina, specifically Orva District. Historia remembers the moment her father embraced her with a hug, probably the first time in a long time that her parents showed her any affection. Then, we see a conversation between Historia and Aaron in the wagon. Historia tells Aaron, Aaron, I should apologize. Aaron seems confused. Under the Rice Chapel, I really considered turning you into a Titan. Sorry. Do that uh, part again. Aaron seems confused. Aaron seems confused. Under the Rice Chapel, I really considered turning into a Titan and killing you. 
Mikasa gasps as she overhears. And honestly, it wasn't to save humanity. I just wanted to believe my father was right. Even more than that, I wanted him to like me. Aaron stares as he notices his story of being vulnerable. But it's time for me and him to part ways now. The scouts are close to reaching the walls. Okay. So let's talk about this very quickly because mm-hmm. we know again, as we talked about it, that while Cena is the innermost wall, yeah. right? And when you have what is supposedly the, supposed to be the most protective, I mean the most protected uh, wall, and you have this <clears throat> large slug-like titan heading straight towards it, that's bad news, right? It's definitely bad news, Bears. Um, <laughs> Literally the worst thing imaginable yeah. is happening. And so we ended off last episode with Hanji essentially saying the only way, right, to go about this is to, and she's telling a story of this, is to yeah. to kill your father, right? That's off-rod, baby. Yeah, and, uh, and I think the Historia, she... She's on board with it, but is she really on board with it? Because in this moment here, Mm -hmm. she thinks about that moment where she was in an embrace with her father again. And, you know, she even explains here, she apologizes to Aaron, which is, uh, she was going to, she was going to commit. She owes Aaron an apology. Yeah. Of course. Um, but she says she considered essentially going through with this ceremony, right? And that is for her to go ahead and, 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 Reclaim what is her, you know, Technical blood right, birthright, yeah, yeah, and her birthright, and that is to um, take that founding titan ability from Aaron, and so that she can have a quick snack, yeah, so yeah, so that she can use the abilities to its full potential, mm-hmm. um, which we understand that there's certain things that Aaron can do, and that is to manipulate essentially memories and all that, right? Yeah, um, and it's it feels more like in this moment that she's 50 50 Mm. she's one foot in one foot out she can't she's saying what she wants to do but she can't mentally make up her mind about what she thinks is the best option yeah she's having those second thoughts again yeah and we know that she's a character that has in such a short span of time has really been through an emotional roller coaster i mean we know that it's not too long when you know she had lost ymir her her close friend and, and an ally. And then, um, you know, Ymir ends up taking her from the scouts and having to explain her situation to the point where they even, uh, somehow get this stronger bond. And then Ymir gets taken from Historia and then she had to deal with all that and the sadness and we see where she was and she essentially was a shell of herself to then, you know, getting captured by the anti-personnel control squad because of her, you know her relations and what her blood yeah you know and all that and and a lot and then she gets to meet her her father and she sees her father again and and she has to go through that whole roller coaster of her being manipulated but she also was like you said she's 50 50 about it because she enjoyed that embrace and she even explains here that she said she wanted him to like me Mm -hmm. she wanted her father to love her and in order for her in her mind to accomplish that she had to go through with whatever he said. Yeah. And uh, regardless of even, like you mentioned, the 50-50, regardless if she thinks that it's right or wrong, she still had that other 50% of her telling her to do it because she just wanted that feeling of being loved. 
yeah. you know? Uh, but she's gone through a lot. We know that Aaron is a character who has also gone through a lot as well because he unfortunately is also one of the characters that got captured by the anti-personnel control squad. Um, but Aaron, he's... He's going through 14 years old, his own emotional roller coaster of, of being whole, shown. Aaron's whole life has been an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> he was shown the memories. He was shown. But also, his story was too, but yeah. those memories didn't really resonate as much as Aaron. I mean, they did, of course, because with Historia, she saw a person actually care for her as a child. Unfortunately, that person yeah. wiped out her memories, and that person being Frida, and uh, finding out that is her half-sister. But, I mean, yeah, she... She is, she's gone through so much. And so now when you have somebody telling her, man, that you have to kill your father. I mean, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's never, especially for anyone hearing that it's probably never easy. Yeah. No matter what the relationship type is there. I know you're reading the wall. Um, I'm reading. I was looking at deloading because we yeah. got some, but we can go ahead and talk about this very quickly while our attention is to the chat right here. The deloading says, "I feel bad every time I hear y'all talk about Levi. Always bringing up his death around him. Yeah, he all he really does care about his squad, but his skill in combat is just at the top tier, and his friends and loved ones just can't keep up during all the chaos. Yeah, it's exactly as we kind of just talked about it, and we know that Levi does care about his team because we've seen those little moments where he does look like you know he does look like a softy a little bit, you know." But it's only because he cares and, and uh, you know, he's even Levi is limited with his abilities. He can't keep everybody alive. I think that's what he struggles with the most. Um, and Heise says that he sure is a strong physical and emotionally strong character. And that has been through so much. Yeah. I mean, I think who he, has gone through what Levi has gone through? I think he's definitely been through the most out of any character in AOT. Yeah. Yeah, he's lost a lot. That's I mean, including Aaron. Yeah, and we know that Aaron, I mean, to shoot, at the start of the episode, he loses his mom, right? Yeah. And he loses, essentially, his foundation, loses his home, you know? But Levi never had any of that. He never got it, never got to experience it to begin with. Yeah, he never had any of that. And then the whatever... The home he's had is scouts. Yeah, and we know that for him, essentially, like, anybody that he builds a close relationship with becomes his family and he ends up losing them regardless so i mean levi has lost a lot um heisa says aj i like your green hat oh and your nails are badass always has a f wow thank you so much i, I appreciate that aj is fit god um i yeah i mean i i got the hat at uh actually i got it over at universal city walk yeah yeah was there uh with my family and uh, saw this and I was like I like it <laughs> so I got it and uh, this shirt is from Mississippi it's from this if you guys are ever over in uh, Mississippi go to uh, the go to Tupelo Tupelo is like where you get like essentially it's kind of like the city mm -hmm. that's where uh, I stayed at and uh, has everything right that you can ask for over there and uh Las Pizza is this awesome pizza place that was recommended, and it is awesome. It's amazing, and I wanted to buy a shirt, and so that's you where found this lost. Uh, I, I found well, yeah. I mean, the Lost Pizza was uh, wasn't lost because you can just buy it. You can just find it. You yeah, find you, it can just, you can just go in there, and you don't have to look. You just it's it's there. The lost and found. Um, I guess yeah. I mean, maybe I was lost because I didn't know where to get good pizza. And then you found... And then somebody Lost recommended pizza Lost Pizza. And so maybe by them recommending it, 
Lost Pizza essentially isn't taken to where it's supposed to be like so direct as in like Lost Pizza. More like Lost Person is the meaning. But when you go to Lost Pizza, you eat it and you're not lost anymore. You find you know? yourself yeah. in the pizza. Also, shout out to those two girls that were working there. I was chatting with them a little bit. And my, I was there with, with my work. Obviously, I was there with my yeah. dad and I was there with my, my boss as well. Um, and my boss was was upset with me because I didn't walk away from my conversation with them with numbers or like with a date. AJ, AJ is the definition of chivalry. And, uh, and I... Chivalry isn't dead. <laughs> so there was two very attractive... Honestly, there's a lot of attractive girls that work there, but there was two that I was talking with and, uh, and I... You know, obviously you mentioned that I, I Southern they did. They had a very sweet, sweet accent and, uh, and they were both a joy to talk to. Um, and I mentioned that I wasn't from here, I'm from California. And I think that kind of sparked a little bit like, Oh, okay. And then, uh, and we just kind of had a cool little chat very quick because obviously they still had to do their job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my boss was mad that I, again, that I, I didn't tell them that so i'm leaving at the end of the week and i would like to see you or whatever also i was talking to two so would that, would that have been weird if i would have been like yeah so i'm leaving friday my dad my dad was like look dude are you gonna see them again like what do you have to lose i was like damn you're right you got a point when are you gonna go back to freaking yeah. mississippi yeah well i might go back to mississippi but it'd probably oh. be in a couple years <laughs> but um this guy this dude. But so again, I was just being. I know. Uh, that's one thing too. I was like, man, I totally could have gotten their numbers. I mean, they seemed like they were super interested, and uh, and I I didn't. But anyway, so the the shirt the shirt is from Lost Pizza over in Mississippi. If you're in Mississippi, go check it out. Go say hi to the girls that work there. They're very sweet. Um, and uh, and yeah. So. But thank you so much, Heise, for uh, for that awesome Agent comment. I appreciate God. it. Um, but where were we? <laughs> we were talking about um, Historia and all that she lost. Yeah. And, uh, and Everyone's trauma. I think that what you said, Zach, was really on the money, that she's still trying to figure out what side of the coin she's on, you know, because mm-hmm. half of her wants to be loved by her family, while the other half, she knows that that's not the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. She should just accept the love of her friends. Yeah. I mean, obviously your friends went through a lot to go ahead and save her and Aaron. Yeah. So I think you should totally go ahead and do that. But, um, but I mean, it's still, regardless, it's gotta be difficult when you have your biological father suddenly appear He's and saying, only love you if you eat this boy. Yeah. And I think that again, she saw him for, his true colors. Yeah. As soon as he started flipping out and freaking out and, and, and forcing her to go ahead and, and go, you know, go Running through with away this. He, he gives her the serum. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gotta be tough. I like how, well, the moment that she says, I really consider turning you into a Titan and killing you. Mika saw, obviously he was listening to this conversation. She's like, wait, Me what? <laughs> She's like, Oh hell no. Hold on. What did she just say? <laughs> um, 
And another thing that's that's important too is that we just talked about it with with Historia. Her motives wasn't to do it for the sake of saving humanity, which we know that that's kind of what you're supposed to do as a founding titan, right? Yeah, it's to save, save humanity. humanity. Not saying that Aaron's doing that right now because we know he's not. <laughs> um, it's a pretty shitty job. Yeah, but uh, but she did it for the reason again. Uh, she just wanted she to be just loved. Wanted her father to like him, like her, not him, because I'm voicing Historia. I just wanted Rod Rice to like me. As if, as if, I, I'll love you if you do this. Yeah. Conditional yeah, love. Of I all people, too, love. Kenny the Ripper was trying to get that through her head. Like, girl, do you not see what he's doing? I love Kenny. <laughs> Are you an idiot? Yeah. He's trying to love you. Yeah. By making you into someone else. Yep. Crazy. And she didn't understand it. Blinded until she did, blind. and she saw for herself that he's just took her long enough. Jesus, that she that, that he's just scummy. Um, alrighty, okay, okay. anything else we got to go ahead and take away from this um, little first excerpt here? Um, I think we covered the important parts, you got it, other than Aaron just being confused by her Aaron apologizing. Just <laughs> Aaron just being bad with girls. I think if if another person needs to apologize, maybe he did. This was his way of making up for it. But I mean, Aaron, for again, just how annoying has it got to be when you go through hell to go and get to this guy that you're capturing, and then you realize you get to this guy, and this guy is defeated. This guy doesn't want to fight. This guy. He could have easily. He literally, Kenny was like, transform. Yeah. Kenny was like, please. Go go big man. Yeah. And he was and just, was just like, I don't want He was telling his story me. to eat me. Just eat me. Just eat me. Chop it. And uh Like dude, why you're so back and forth. How are you all about freedom yet give up your freedom every second of the day? Yeah. Um, but I don't well, know. Hell, all of you who chose Aaron for his ideals of freedom, y'all are idiots. <laughs> Aaron gives up every like third episode. Yeah. Especially, I mean, early on right here. I mean, this preteen, he's like a preteen here, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely, uh, again, I mean, we know that Aaron's gone through a lot. So, I mean, it's like, oh, <laughs> he'll do anything to get his freedom. He literally just told someone to eat it. Yeah. But I was trying to argue, does Aaron need to apologize? But I guess, you know, by him saving his friends, you know, through the collapse of this whole chapel. Like, I don't know. He just saved their lives. He doesn't need to apologize. Whoa. Oh, Heisey is asking, does Aaron have a kid with Historia? No. We talked about this. And in the story, in season four... That first one threw me off. Does Historia have a kid with Historia? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's possible. Um, what happened is that Historia being queen, she, we know that she had to reproduce. And uh, it's just somebody from her kind of childhood, somebody who unfortunately was another kid that bullied her and made fun of her. But I think what it was was that Historia went back to back to the Rice estate. I mm -hmm. think that she went back to the farm and she saw that this that this guy that she remembers from her childhood um, was now farming there. And yeah. um, so pretty much she had a baby with just some random guy from her past and we don't ever see what he looks like we kind of see him just as a, like a silhouette as he's farming from afar mm -hmm. um and uh and that's pretty much the extent of it and well, why this guy is so lucky to be able to 
you know, fornicate with the queen. I don't understand, but I guess it's by the queen's her thought process. I guess it's by the queen's this obviously her decision. Honk, bro. It must be, yeah. So I don't know. But I mean then again, maybe his story is into that. She's into that uh you know, being degraded and all that and stuff and you know I, oh. She's into all that. I don't want to look at his story that way. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's a sweet girl, but yeah, I don't know. But essentially, yeah, hi, so that's what it is. It's it's some no name character. <laughs> Lame. Yeah. And the thing is, think about it. If Aaron and Historia were to have a child together, it wouldn't work because every time Historia and Aaron would touch, Aaron's gonna freak out. Like Aaron can't touch a member of royal blood. So, <laughs> can you only imagine if, hey, I will say we are an explicit podcast, so we can talk about this. Oh, if okay. Aaron is inside her, <laughs> think about what, what he, is going through his if, mind. What if he's into that shit? I don't, I don't know. Maybe he is. What if he doesn't even remember it? What if he can't even think straight because it's happening? Oh. And he's just like, oh. Can you imagine the oh, rush? Can you imagine the rush of memories going through his mind and also like as he's about to climax or I something, you know? able to. You don't think? I th the, the thing is, I don't think he, it's not that he can't. It's just he's forced to whatever when he touches. You know uh, I don't think he'd be able to finish <laughs> with all that going through your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. He he wouldn't be able to finish, I think, uh, because I forgot the word explicit podcast. No matter <laughs> how hard he closes his eyes, <sighs> he's gonna see some fucked up stuff. And can you imagine if he were to yell or whatever? Like he's. He's whatever tides are nearby, they're gonna become in a full on rage and they're gonna like, or maybe they're Ugh. no, I'm not gonna even bring it up because tines don't have genitalia and all that. Where um, are we going? But I think that Aaron <laughs> deserves to be, you know, somebody that maybe is an option to have the queen's child. Right? He is humanity's last hope. I mean, shoot. Aaron has been through a lot. They both have been through a lot. I mean, who I else mean, is worthy? If we really want to get into it. <laughs> so the rumbling was good. <laughs> God damn it. Is that what it'd be called every time? That's literally what it is. That's, that's a whole new definition of the word rumbling. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> um, um, who well, else would be worthy, though? I mean, I guess he doesn't have to, like... Armin? Actually... You know who has a crush on her, though? Oh, you know what? Armin has a crush on somebody else. A different blonde. You know blonde. who has a crush on Historia? Rhyna. But Rhyna... Don't Aaron... even bring him up, I see. I knew you were going to bring God him up. <laughs> no. You goddamn Jaegerist. stays away from Historia. <laughs> Flock is not worthy. <laughs> I feel like... Aaron is the only person that you can bring up that is worthy into the Jaegerist. Aaron... If Aaron did... Reproduce with Historia. Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't be able to. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to finish. Commit no, commit to the act. Like, he'd oh, have to okay. like finish separately, and then they'd have to like jam it in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was thinking too, like, what if through climax he like transforms into a tiny completely ah, like obliterates her? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, there's no genitalia, so. That's true. So then he would just shrink out of her, but he would still transform, and the transformation would still kill her. 
Right. Either um, way, she's dead. I don't know how we got she's here. <laughs> the named character. Um, no, Armin <laughs> deserves, but he he has his sights set on a different blonde. That's true. Which obviously that kept so Jean. No, Jean has somebody else in mind. Connie. God, that no. would be so weird. God, no. But he's more deserving than some no-name farmer. Levi. Dude, Levi is so much older. And does he even have anything down there anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Could have got blown up and... That's sad. Can you imagine losing everything? That's literally like losing everything. Jesus. I'm trying to think. <laughs> now I'm trying to think. Who would... I guess Rhino, but Rhino's so... Ugh, bipolar. That, that could bring him back. Bring him back to sanity. I have a, I have a kid. Dude! Oh! I have a kid now to go ahead and fight. Don't know. Isis Pixis, no. No, oh. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, so in, in terms of, like, hierarchy here, right? And, like, power and everything, right? So we know that she's the queen, right? And let's say it's kind of like an arranged... Thing, right? Who would that be? If it was Reigns? Yeah. Probably some random noble. A random noble? Damn, that's the a bummer. That dude that Pixels was playing chess with. No, Lord Vold's gotta be dead. Heise says Zeke, but I think that Zeke Ooh. is kind of like a bloodline member. No, so that that's would be. Infesty. That'd be like fornicating with your like second cousin or something, right? Yeah, no thank you. No thank you. But also, that's the same thing with Aaron, too, though, right? No. Because Aaron is from Grisha, who isn't a Foro Blood member, and Carla. So, yeah. The, unfortunately, I know we tried doing this with the family tree, but um, pretty much, Heist is that because they both are of royal blood, Zeke and Historia, Just not they flock. are. Anyone they, but Flock. They are related, in a sense, because the family tree. You know, it's kind of like when you think of Zeke. I mean, Zeke was from, uh, I forget her name again. She's literally the Smiling Titan. Uh, I think of Free, Dean, yeah, yeah. I think it's D Dinah, Dina, anyways, Dinah. her. So she is a member of the royal blood, right? And then from then on, it's like, it, let's say the tree goes. Who's John into? The tree goes this way, right? With Dina. And then you have Zeke, where it's like, you know. No, I mean, uh, when you have Historia, because Zeke and his family tree goes this way, Historia of Rod Rice and all that go this way, the tree, while they're separated, they're still part of the same tree. That's what I'm getting at. Is that, don't have sex with your second cousin or whatever. Do you know the thing about blue eyes? It's, I think I've heard that before. What is it? Explain to it again. Like where blue eyes originate from? I, well, yeah, I've heard this before. But it has to do with like essentially like incest, right? I don't like saying that word, but yes. Yeah. I, I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you said it. Yeah. The word gives me willies. Yeah. So if you have blue eyes. Oh, that's who! Krista and Willie! Tiber, yeah. I guess that Willie. makes sense. The Tiber family, but yeah. Are related in one way or another. Thank you. <laughs> Way Eddie. to put that way, Eddie. Yeah. Juan, like, Juan likes Juan Mika like, oh, Remember Juan. that? Oh, Jean Juan. <laughs> we both are like Juan. Yeah, Jean. Yeah, Jean does like Mika. Mika likes Aaron. Yeah. I don't care. 
Um, Sean can take Krista. Mikasa can take Aaron. I guess Reina will does make sense because we were on the I same. I like that how it could turn. It gives like, him a oh, new motivation. A for yeah. yeah. I and I new, think that I have a new. The armored titan for. makes sense to be the protector of the queen. It's like the rook of the chessboard. Yeah. And then you have the queen there with her child, and you know now it's like Rhino. Dog. Rhino. I mean, basically just a giant pit bull. Hmm. I think Rhino's probably the best option. <laughs> like she's trying to did, or have incest in their history. Hmm. Thank you. I for pointing that out. Yeah. Me with the blue eyes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oops, sorry to break it to you. <laughs> Anybody has blue eyes, yeah, I mean. I say we're related, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, Fun fact, my blue eyes skip a generation, so my kids won't have blue eyes. Okay. There you go. My kids get spared. Spared of the, uh, yeah. Spared of this conversation. Oh, God. Um, but they're going to be like, this well, my dad has blue footprint. eyes. You're going to be like, my dad has blue eyes. Oh, <laughs> This is not the digital footprint I thought I'd be leaving in this world. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's. I probably said worse. Yeah, we we don't we're not we I mean we don't have control over the cards that we're dealt, right? I'm getting green is the, it's the same thing. I'm getting green eyes it's now. It's the same thing. Is it the same thing though? Yes. Oh. Anything that isn't brown or black, same thing. So green, blue, gray. Interesting. All the same. The only difference is if you. You can get gray eyes from being blind. Uh huh. But. But see, this is the reason why he wants green eyes. Probably Eric. <laughs> like says, no, it's no. just blue. No. Because oh. my eyes are green, blue, gray. They shift. Mm. Most people who have blue eyes, they shift between interesting green, gray and blue. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, uh, well, fucking. Do you want to look it up? Logical Lex. Lex. <laughs> logical Lex. Lexi says, no, I think it's just blue. So, I say you might be in the clear if you change it to green. But also, I've heard that if you go through a surgery to change your eye color, that it's very harmful and it could cause you to go blind, like, in an X matter of, of years. Like, I don't know exactly how many years, but, like, your eyes will be fucked up. But they'll look nice, but you won't be able to see. Because there are people, a lot of famous people, I think. Maybe not a lot of people. They've handful of people that have changed their eye colors time to get my eyes tattooed damn I see you are crazy that's wild you ever seen that where people get their eyes tattooed and then like the, yeah. the next day they whatever them black. they literally go ahead and their eyes are so freaking swollen it's, but I, I guess it's worth it. it if that's what you want at the end of the day um but yeah uh a lot of famous people Eddie's saying they regret it. So there you go. If you want to no, have regret. Green, blue, gray. There it is. Well, green. Anything that's in that. Anything in the that. Anything that isn't a standard category. brown or black. Okay. Well, there or it hazel. is. Hazel counts. Hazel's fine. Okay. Cool. Um. Teeth too. A lot of famous people get their teeth. Ugh. Ah. They do that. Oh. That hurts me. Uh, Heisis, damn it. Why did you tell me that? You're welcome. <laughs> it's because you love Flock. It's because you are a Jaegerist. <laughs> no, Heisis, you are our favorite Jaegerist. All right. Should we try to get this uh, train back on the track? <laughs> There's no trucks. 
<laughs> we're free trade, like Gary. Yeah. We're free bird. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and continue on now, guys, with the story. Um, I'm sure once we go ahead and break off and talk about what we just broke down, um, we'll go off to some other crazy tangent. And I can't wait. Tangents are forever. Here we go. We are now inside the Orwood district as we see the regiment branch building. We see that the scouts have arrived as they have set up base to recover and strategize. Levi attends to his horse as a scout approaches. Please have your squad stand by in the hall now. They're almost ready to begin the meeting. Levi responds, we'll be right there. Levi now searches for his squad. He notices Historia and calls out to her. Historia, I forgot to tell you, there's something we need you to do. Historia replies as the other scouts have now all gathered. What's that? Levi continues with a even more serious demeanor. This is an order from Irvin. Once we finish off this Titan, seeing as you're the true successor to the throne, you'll become queen. Mikasa, Jean, and Armin, they all gasp as they are all hearing this for the first time. Mikasa, I'm sorry, Historia, she is stunned and confused. Sasha questions. Wait, Queen Historia? You're kidding, right? <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to I fluctuate it. the voice like that. You could just read it as normal. There we go. Even me, I'm trying to just like, you know, with Historia, like, what's that? Get her done. Um, but Levi explains. The coup d'etat was successful, but... The people won't follow military rule forever. We need to give them a heartwarming story. One where the rightful heir retakes her crown from the pretender. Historia, she seems sad as she responds. Oh, I see. Connie then interjects as he raises his hand to ask Captain Levi. Hey, uh, you heard what Historia was saying earlier, didn't you, Captain? Because, well, it sounded to me like maybe inciting against her dad, she finally broke off from that part of her life, you know? It's just like... But then Levi interrupts. Like what? You have something to say? Then say it. A nervous Connie replies. Um, I... But then Jean, he steps in to help. Hey, Captain... What Connie's trying to say is that Historia finally broke free from the Rice family and decided she's more than just a bloodline. So for us to force her back into another role for that reason, I I just don't think it's fair. Historia responds, It's fine. If my next duty is to become a queen, then that's what I'll do. Armin asks, But Historia... Historia continues... I do appreciate your concern, but whether this is forced on me is really up to me to decide, and I've decided. Captain, before that, I have one condition for you, and Levi asks, and that is? Historia answers, while my fate is still my own, I want to put everything I have on the line. Now there's a quick jump in time as now we see Historia walking into the meeting room 
with her scout uniform on, walking proudly. She joins her team as she stands next to, to, next to Mikasa in line. And we see Mikasa. She leans over to tell Historia. Once you're queen, you can punch that smug runt right in the face. Historia's eyes widen. But now, the meeting is about to begin. A scout starts. Sirs, we have determined that the Rice Titan's location. It's southwest approaching Orvid. It's fast. At this rate, it'll reach the walls before dawn. A leading member of this meeting and a senior garrison soldier replies. Right. Understood. Commander Irvin, I'm sure everyone here would like to hear your plan. How will we evacuate the people in such a short time? And Commander Irvin responds. That's not part of the plan. And the room stands silenced. The people of Orva District will need to stay exactly where they are. And now garrison soldiers begin looking at each other in the room, confused. The senior garrison soldier asks Irvin, but... Commander! And Commander Irvin sternly stares at the room of garrison soldiers, strong and composed. And we then get a look outside of the walls of Orvu District as the Rice Titan continues its fast approach to be continued. Dun dun dun! That damn Irvin and his plans <laughs> keeps them close to the chest. He's like, oh. And yeah, when he they're, unveils they're, them. They're not going anywhere. They're stuck. So, let's go ahead and let's let's talk about this very quickly. Let's talk about what Levi has to tell Historia. And it's something that obviously is very important. It's something that Kanji and Commander Irvin talked about mm -hmm. way early on in, in Season 3. Once he found out really uh, why, you know, Kenny and the crew are after Historia. Yeah. They go ahead and they find this file of Rod Rice. And then we find out really Historia and, you know, the truth. Yeah. She's not Krista. She is uh, Historia, right? She's and we want to say, Kyron, uh, Kyron says, hey guys, I got to go. Something really important just came up. So, Kyron, you're all good, birthday happy boy. Happy birthday to you. And so, what we're going to do real quick is we're going to go ahead and sing happy birthday. Ready? Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kyron. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Kyron, happy birthday, man. Happy 18th, and Hopefully, bro. whatever just came up isn't so important that it messes up your birthday, but hopefully it's birthday-related. it's a good, good surprise. Yes. Hopefully, it's like a present or like... But dinner. we love you, buddy, and uh, we'll see you, uh, we'll see you uh, next week. All right. Um, but yes, we find out that Krista is Historia. Historia is related to Rod Rice, and Rod Rice is trying to take Historia because he has other plans in mind yeah and uh and so this is the first time where levi tells not just historia but he speaks it out in front of the rest of the team mm -hmm. right they were just going about this plan talking about the levi squad talking about you know obviously jean sasha connie armin mikasa you know yeah everybody else involved they're there trying to capture a story because that is an ally that is one of their team members right now they're finally <laughs> revealed the real reason why, you know, 
they went after and, and tried to go ahead and save her is because of how important she is to humanity going forward, and that is being the yeah. new rightful heir to the throne, the throne as queen the queen. Historia. Queen Historia. Um, and this has got to be so surprising, right? And we literally talked about it, you know, in this episode. Yeah. Historia things are changing so quickly. Things are happening so quickly. Everything that she has already gone through, everything that she, you know, like we talked about the things that she had that roller coaster, right? Mm -hmm. And now she's being told that she's going to be the queen of the walls. Yeah. Like, which is insane. And you have people speaking up for her, like Connie. Connie, you know, Connie is the one who raises his hand. He literally tells, he tries to tell Captain Levi that, like, look, like, Captain, I'm sorry, but did you not hear what Historia was saying? Like, should we really, you know, put her back in? And you know, he's Still trying to, to that blood that trying to explain that. To and Levi's essentially like, "Look, if you got something to say, just say it." And you know, that, obviously, that kind of freaks out Connie oh, a little like, bit. Uh, uh, but then, Jean has to step in. Jean has to try to clarify a little bit. You know, he does a good job, and he does. I like it. You know, Jean says, "Captain, what Connie's trying to say is that Historia finally broke free from the Rice family. She decided that she's more than just a bloodline. So for us to put her into another role for that reason, I don't think it's fair." Yeah. And again, that's a good way of putting it, right? But Historia, she steps in and she tells him, "Like, look, like if that is my next duty is to become queen, then that's what I'll do." And it's kind of similar to what. She was having conversations, right? Her her response to her father was like, look, if that is my next duty, then that's what I'll do. And I want to say maybe she's kind of like what you had mentioned with that decision. Maybe she, at this current decision, well, she's 50-50 a little I bit. I mean, she even basically, hold up. What is the exact line she says? <clears throat> she said, um... Whether this is forced on me is really up to me to decide. Yeah. So she understands that she has the freedom to choose whatever she wants to do. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little bit different of an approach from than it was before. Because last yeah. time it felt like she felt like she was forced into it. Mm -hmm. This time she's coming at it with the mindset of, this time, I can do what I want. She has a different understanding of it. Yeah, she I like knows that. that she can say yes or no. Mm -hmm. But she also understands her obligations mm -hmm. as heir to the throne. Yeah. Yeah, she knows that... Uh this is ultimately her choice. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and even she even says, while my fate is still my own, I want to put everything I have on the line. And that is a stipulation that she has to agreeing to do this, right? And I think that she knows in her heart that, and we're going to find that out. Obviously, it is, you know, kind of a spoiler. But mm -hmm. if there's anybody that's going to go ahead and take down this Titan, kill her father, she knows that this bloodline has to essentially end by her hands, right? Yeah. Like, she's going to go ahead and take the responsibility, and I think that's why we see that that is her condition, is she wants to put everything on the line. And that's why we see her back in uniform. We see her proudly stepping into that meeting room, mm -hmm. joining her team, her allies, her Levi squad, standing next to another badass person and, and, and Mikasa, right? And uh, even Mikasa has a cool little quote here that she says, you know, hey, once you're queen, you can punch that smug runt right in the face. And she I don't said, know if calling him a runt is just, is calling Levi a runt just an Ackerman thing? I don't know. I think it is. 
<laughs> I think she said it because he says it. Yeah. Um, but we know that Historia, I mean, she knows that she's not going to... She doesn't feel satisfied yeah. being just given this mantle of being the queen. She kind of wants to go ahead and show and prove, you know, that she... I don't want to say that she... She's going to prove that she deserves to be queen, but, I mean, because we know like that... this isn't her trying to prove that she deserves to be queen. This is her settling unfinished business. Yeah. Yeah. And this is her This is her first personal responsibility as the queen. This is like, I got to take out the trash, basically. Yeah. As a queen or... Yeah, she wants to yeah, earn it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. She wants to earn it. Um, and... Oh, yeah. She's going to take that throne. She's for sure going to take that throne. Um, and also too, I'm trying to think here with her. Levi mentions about like this story, right? About a heartwarming story, right? She's saying that, or I should say, Levi is explaining that right now they are under military rule, but that won't last forever. Mm -hmm. We need to give them a heartwarming story. This is one where the rightful heir retakes her crown from the pretender. We know the pretender obviously was this pretending king who was essentially uh, the, the the throne was being ran by uh, a council. He's just like a figurehead. And um, I think that this heartwarming story, it does go a long way if we see his story kind of on the front lines a little bit, right? Um, it holds a little bit more weight. I could mean again. This, I'm sure things would have been fine it too, even if the she new queen isn't just another, yeah, another figurehead. Someone here. who actually can take action and take matters into her own hand. Yeah. So that kind of adds to like the whole. She's gonna be much more well received. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I, I think that by as as Eddie mentioned, earning it, mm. it shows to the people. That this is somebody that, you know, this queen is somebody that they can follow. And I think that does go a long way, too. You 100%. Know? Um, but poor Connie, man. You know, Connie was trying to just stick up for, for Historia. He, he tried but, his best. He did a good job. Yeah. Levi is just very intimidating. Mm -hmm. But I think Historia, regardless, I mean, she appreciates the support and the concern from her friends, you know. But that's when she says that ultimately this is her decision. And, uh, yeah. She can do whatever she wants to do. But now let's talk about what is said in this meeting. And are we surprised by Irvin's words? We shouldn't be because we've seen this before at from this him. Point, I'm, I'm not so, at, at this point, when I remember first watching it, I saw he said it and I was like, a fuck, I literally swear, a fucking course. Yeah. I wasn't like surprised. I wasn't shocked. I was just like, in my head, I was probably saying like, there's no way he's going to like make them stay. But like, I know that's a very Irwin thing to do, but there's no way he's gonna genuinely just be like, no, they're gonna stay there. They're gonna chill out, have fun. Yeah. He's like, yep, they're just gonna, gonna stay right there. What? He says the people of Orvu District will need to stay exactly where they are. They and clearly, you had this senior garrison soldier who wants to get these people to safety, right? Yeah. Right. Um. But man, that's not what Irvin has in mind. He uh, says, "Oh no, I'm going to use them as bait." Just gonna he's saying here. that they will need to essentially 
act like normal, you know? Nothing happened. Nothing yeah, happened. there's nothing in the way. There's nothing that's, you know, approaching, right? Just act as normal. be fine. And, uh, but we know that this thing is approaching fast. As it's described that it'll reach the walls before dawn. We see that as the episode ends here, uh, the Rice Titan is very, very close. Um, and Irvin wants them to just not do anything. <laughs> just chill out, have fun. Yeah. Relax, enjoy the view. It's like free entertainment. It's like a very unfair David yeah, It's just an adrenaline rush, you know? It's just an adrenaline rush here. But you guys are adrenaline junkies, right? You guys like thrills? Just when you think. Show you something. Show you a thrill. Just when you think Irvin is losing the room, right? You have these soldiers that are all kind of, you know, whispering, snickering to each other. They're all confused. They're all, uh, it's like, again, this guy's a crazy man, but what is Irvin doing? He is standing there in front of the room, tall, proud, composed, strong, eyeing them all down. He is and not phased at all in the slightest. He knows ex he's like, I don't care. Whatever I say, you're going to do it. And, and this guy done. loves to take risks. You know? I would love to see him at a casino. Oh my gosh. He's either gonna win big or he's just gonna lose once and be like, that is all for tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that'd be an interesting thing. Would he have a gambling addiction? He would for sure, huh? Because he oh, loves 100%. to gamble here, yeah. A hundred percent he would. Yeah. He would go every night. If he loses on the first one, he's done. But if he wins, God help everybody else in that casino. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, again, I admire... I admire Commander Irvin just for his composure. Mm -hmm. Because, again, when you watch this scene, it's just another example of... Of him just being strong and committed. Him just being, just being Irwin. Yeah. That's it. And uh, regardless of what anybody else is feeling, and we know that the room is feeling fear. I'm sure that even his own scouts are fearful of what could potentially go wrong. And uh, there's a lot that could, go, that could go wrong. I mean, there's literally a Titan that is described as twice the size of the Colossal Titan approaching. And when you have somebody that's telling you, all right, Captain, how do we get... I mean, I'm sorry, what, uh, Commander, what do we do? What are the, the next steps to make sure that everybody is, safe. you know, safe? Nothing. Everybody is to act as normal. Relax. Hang out. He's like, what? And then you see him. This isn't a joke. He's literally just, you know. He's just dirty. He's just yeah. There. Also, I 100% agree with Heisei. I would love to meet. Yeah, Bryce Pappenbrook, yeah. That would be absolutely amazing. Bryce Pappenbrook, who is Aaron. I've gotten a glimpse of Chris Sabat and Sean Schimmel. You got a glimpse of him over at an anime convention? At Anime Expo. Anime Expo. 19? Huh. Scouted. I'm not going to be able to go to Anime Expo this year. Why? I'm going to be in Vegas. Oh, that'll be the weekend you're in Vegas. Interesting. <laughs> but it's for, it's, for, it's for baby bro. I have to. Yes, and... Uh, and baby he, bro, he knows damn well what to expect. Yeah, baby bro is uh, our friend uh, Nate. Nate plays mm -hmm. bad, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we uh, you guys get to go ahead and meet Nate. That's the plan. We're working out the kinks. 
Yep. Heise says also by Bryce Pabenberg is Inosuke. Yep. Oh my god. You're not cut up on Demon Slayer. Nope. Oh, that's what ended. Demon Slayer ended. Oh. I'm not caught up. Damn it, AJ. What's more anime? <laughs> I wish I could just, I wish I could take a cord, plug it in you, and just... It's be like me getting all the memories and all the, everything, you know, from like, like Aaron experiences. For <laughs> we're just to... And then he knows everything. Now you're caught up on one piece. So now that you know that. I broke him. I think I broke him. AJ. Good morning, sunshine. The world says hello. Eat me. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> Kill me. AJ. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's got to be terrible. Oh. You imagine getting spoiled everything on that? This? I finished Spider-Man. I watched it. I finally, oh, did you? I finally watched it. Yeah. It was so good. So good. Did you know there's two versions? There is, uh, yeah. There, um... The second version is a different introduction to the Spider-Man... Oscar Isaac Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Is there a third? More. Oh. There's a, there's a, like, in your version... Wait, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Across the Spider-Verse. Go watch it. Uh-huh. Um, did your Miles Morales ride on Spider-Horse? When he's getting chased. It's a specific detail that I can't necessarily recall. So when he's getting there's chased... There's one where he rides and he there's gets, one where he doesn't? He's... Well, I've seen people say that they didn't see him riding the horse, and I've seen people say that it's in both. Yes. And I've seen more people say that they are they were like, he rides the horse? And um, oh, he rides the Eddie horse. is saying multiple versions are being released. Yes. Cross theaters. Now... The theory is the one that's going to be canon is whatever gets put on streaming platforms. Mm. Interesting. By the way, I fucking I loved that movie. I absolutely yeah, love that movie. I can't wait for the uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Bro, Miles from Earth <laughs> Earth 42. Prowler. Yeah. Has that light skin stare smolder. <laughs> Just, oh, bro. <laughs> What? There it is. Eyeing each other down. I haven't seen it. Damn it. <laughs> you have to see it, dude. You have to. And literally your words. You have multiple versions you can decide. I've been shadow banned for literally talking about it. So yeah, as soon as that happened. There we go. Just spoil it, Eddie says. No, there's no reason to spoil it. Black Force Energy. <laughs> I say, yes, yes, Black Force Energy, Black Air Force Energy, 100%. Yeah, the movie was so good. I heard The Flash was terrible. I want to see this, The Flash. I haven't, but I've heard that. What? They're saying that it's not... Don't, don't, don't say it. I'm probably going to see it this week with my dad. But oh. I, From my understanding, it says that it's not that it is necessarily terrible. It's just that it is forgettable. 
That makes it terrible, in my opinion. Yeah. And forgettable is not a word you want to hear attached to something that is supposed to be connected to a universe. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Also, I heard CGI is bad as well. But we are getting, um... What's his name? Yeah, Michael Keaton. Batman Beyond? No, no, no. That was supposed to happen if it was going to be successful. We're getting, um... Guardians of the Galaxy director. Yeah, James Gunn. He's overseeing. Yeah, he's going uh, over to yeah. The casino. Yeah. Well, he technically has already because he did the last oh, yeah. Suicide Squad, but now he is the essentially the he's showrunner. Like he's like he's yeah, large and in charge now. Mm, yeah. I haven't seen Guardians three yet. Oh, you need to see that. Is this on theaters? I would imagine so. Yeah. I might go tonight. I might go yeah, tonight. Yeah, because I think that it's one of those movies where where it will probably make you cry. I heard that I'm gonna cry over Rocket. Yeah, that's what I've been told a million times over. The other Miles has an accent because he spent more time with his mom. Yes, mm. yes, I did notice that. That's a good insight. That's oh, so good. It's mm -hmm. so good, AJ. It's so I keep learning little things. But did you know? This is where I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna nerd out on you. So, Spider Punk, right? Yeah, Hobie. Now, remember how I told you a while back. Why love Into the Spider-Verse, the first one, is because Miles is animated at two frames per second. So he looks chunkier because he's still learning his powers. Then when he, he learns his yes, powers, yes, I remember you saying that. Second. Now, because they wanted, because Hobie's an anarchist, right? Why they, what they did with him, why he looks so different and he stands out so much. He's edited at, or animated at three, or... Oh, three frames per second. Okay. Or like he only moves once every three frames. So like you get the super smooth. They move with each frame for the regular spider people. Miles when he's like in his header in his ship goes at two two frames, and then Hobie goes at three frames, and he's just like because he it's just basically Hobie just being like fuck everybody. I'm on my own wave. Yeah. Hobie's like. Hobie's cool. Yeah. Hobie, you're gonna see him. Favorite Spider-Man from the movie. <sighs> That's like somewhat of a character. Like main character has has a line. In terms of like into mm. across, and then we don't know who's gonna be in Beyond yet, but yeah. out of the characters that we I would imagine that Beyond is going to have the you know, the Tobys, Andrew, the Tom Hollands. I would think that maybe they would throw him in there. You know, you'd think that they would be probably in like the final movie. They talk about um They talk about Tom Holland. Yeah, they talk about from Earth, um, ten ninety nine ninety nine, and the mm. uh, Doctor Strange and that stupid nerd. <laughs> yeah, nerd. Twenty ninety nine. That one is Oscar Isaac, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, there it is. Um, do I have a favorite? I don't know. I mean, I think that the main characters are pretty badass. I like Spider Gwen. I mean, she's cool. You don't like the T Rex? Nah. Uh, T Rex was. Um, I think my favorite one is the Indian. Spider yeah, he was cool. Chai tea. Yeah. Chai is tea. It's like saying tea tea. Do you want some coffee? Coffee? Some sugar? Sugar? I fucking love. It. I don't know why. I love Heist's that line favorite so much. is the cat. The cat is goaded. <laughs> we got a uh, Penny Parker back. The mech suit. Really? Yeah. Why? Wh At the end. Yeah, at the end. And then the, she's there. She when, had her uh, team. Yeah. Well, she's there at the team, and then she's also the there when um, they're talking to him oh. before um, he dips, before he tries to run away, because Penny's there. Huh. 
when she had her count of it. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> so good. I'm obsessed. That's all my feed is. Oh, right that's here. why Eddie hasn't seen it yet. He says, I haven't seen it because I'm waiting to watch it with my girlfriend maybe this Tuesday. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Look, literally off the bat, I go to my Discover. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. 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 Spider-Man, One Piece, and Pokemon. Spider-Man and Dragon Ball. Nice. Spider-Man. I'm such a nerd. I love it. Ready? well... Eddie, you need to go watch, go on across it. the Spider Verse, and Zach, you need to see Guardians Three. Yes, I do. That is my homework. And um, I think that's it, guys. I think that's what we got. Hi, says I bought Collectors of Spider Man Two. So hype! That's Ooh. the PlayStation one, right? Oh, I need it. I need it in my life so bad. I need that game in my life. I'm about ready to buy the Collectors Edition. Too bad it's PlayStation exclusive, huh? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's a Sony game. Yeah. That's too bad. This means I'll probably never play it. How sad is that? I can come over and play it. I could. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> but is it gonna be Collector's Edition, though? Is there a difference in the Collector's Edition and... Oh. Extra skins. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. But I think that's all we got for you guys today. Isis is get a PS5, brother. Mm -hmm. yeah. If I ever win one in a raffle, I'm giving it to you. That'd be cool. I would for sure get uh, Spider-Man. But I don't really game as much, though. That's the thing. Is that... I, I, I probably will start gaming I if I were the case. more often use my PS5 as like a beefed up fire stick. Same. Crunchyroll, uh, Funimation. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus. Everything's on there. Same. And then the only other game I play usually every year when it comes out, which is, I mean, I, I don't know what to expect. It's always Moon the same game, defense. but no, it's Madden. I play Madden I'm every time. Lie. A lot of people are going to hate me for this. I don't understand the fucking point of sports games. So you know what? That's a good point. Because. Just go do it. Oh, yeah. That's how I I've always been. I've always been like, just fuck it, go do it. Why fucking play it on a game when you can... But I think what it is, to even going to an even more extent there, it's like... Like... Madden, it's the same game every year. Why I play it, I don't know. I think maybe it's because I continued playing it every year through my childhood. So now it's like... Somehow... Nostalgia. Inside of me, it's like... This childhood version of myself just like oh the new one's out I need to buy it and I do I get excited about it and it's like because it's new and it's like oh okay cool and then you realize it's the exact same thing yeah this is the same premise Yugish every mm. year the only other game that I played that was like taking a lot of my time was obviously uh, uh, what is it called One Piece Odyssey, Odyssey. You did love that one. Yeah, I put a lot of hours into that. I'm waiting for more DLCs. Like, if there's more... They had a DLC you know recently, you know and I, I played that. I've been absolutely... Bro, I'm stuck on a certain boss in this DLC. I need to keep training. It pisses me off. Damn it. It's Literally, it, I think it is the boss. The final boss That's here. Character. I don't know if I want to tell you, because... I guess I could. I mean, it's not a spoiler or anything, but... I mean, it is a spoiler, but I don't know if you're ever going to play it, though. Probably not. 
But it's like this DLC is about altering memories and stuff, right? And yeah. so from then, it's, that's pretty much the premise of the game. But it goes to an even deeper extent to where now these are different variation of these cubes. It's like a darker version of these cubes, right? The cubes is what kind of generates power. And so... Oh, I remember. Through, I remember. We kind of... You showed me a little... Yes. And so now it's like you go through the... I mean, the Straw Hats have to go through now the, the different arcs again. And, you know, they have like the main villains have now this evil stronger version of this cube right that enhances their abilities and stuff so you go through the arcs and you're you're fighting against you know again the usual people then you get to the last part you get to Dressrosa where now it's like you show up and you are told that that Doflamingo has been defeated already oh yeah and so now you know Doflamingo isn't the one that has this cube and you're like who is it and who do you think has the cube There's no way it's like Kaido or Big Mom. No, no, none of them because they're after. And so let me give you an example here. So this isn't the is final it? boss, but what happens Cody? is, but what happens is, no. you get closer to the boss, who's going to be the person, the strongest person that you have to face here. But then you come across this, essentially this. This different version of of this character in the story. I can't remember what her name is per se, but she is the one that's able to transport, you know, Luffy and the Straw Hats oh, into the, these worlds, the right? Yeah. And so there's an evil version of her that gives these cubes to these people, right? And so what she can do is she can bring people from different timelines to uh, have them fight the Straw Hats. And so who she brings, and she alters her minds too. I feel like Blackbeard is the obvious one, but it's it's not Blackbeard. Who she brings right before you face. The main bad guy, she brings Sabo to fight against Luffy, and that's evil. So Luffy has to you have to go ahead and face Sabo, and Sabo was so freaking difficult to go ahead and fight, of course. And then uh, just when you think you're able to, you you were like, okay, cool, I beat Sabo, all right. Don't tell and me then, it's Ace. No, 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 it's not Ace. That would have really. Um, and then you go to the castle. And who's there waiting for you at the castle? Is somebody who has a bone to pick with Doflamingo. Somebody who... Is it the... What's his name? The husband? The knight? The dude out of one lake? No. Bone to pick with Doflamingo. Is it a Room. warlord? Room. Oh, it's Law! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's Traffy. Trafalgar you know Law. Is, the episode that came out yesterday uh -huh. is a big Law episode. Law makes big boy moves. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't pop in my head on automatically. So he is the guy who is has this power, but what he did was he used the power, this yeah, this close. this cube to uh to defeat Doflamingo, but then once he comes across Luffy and the Straw Hats, his mind was altered to to essentially go after them, and that's who I'm having a difficult time beating. Beating. And I can't beat him. God, I love Law. Also, I have not played nor seen the Demon Slayer game. I haven't, no. I haven't, I haven't even either. seen gameplay of it. I do want to get what was it we were talking about? The um, My Hero Rumble? Yeah. The the Battle Royale? Yeah. That looks fire. Yeah, Dude. but those damn Battle Royale games, man. But you can be Cementos and just build a house. I'd rather be uh, Shiggy. 
destroy all the houses. Oh, we overhaul. Shiggy, overhaul. Yeah. We need a third. Who's going to be our, our Nomu? I don't know. Perhaps one of our friends. Who would like to be our Nomu? You let us know. Or we could have someone be Dobby. Yeah, that's a good like one. That's be Dobby. We'll figure all that all of that out later. But um, I think that's it, guys. I think that's it for this podcast episode. We yes, covered sir. a lot. We even covered about uh, Historia and her nobody of a, you know, father, I guess. Yeah, I mean, her deadbeat dad. Deadbeat dad, yeah. But yeah, guys, that's it. So that wraps up another episode of Time to Talk. This is season three. Remember, guys, new episodes will be streamed live on Twitch every Sundays. And if there's anything that changes, make sure that you uh, get all of your updates on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. Hi, so I don't want to be that little brat L character, Gabi. I don't even think she's... Yeah, Gabi is... Who wants to be Gabi? No, Dobby. Yeah, Dobby. Dobby, not Gabi. Wrong anime. Technically right anime for the podcast, wrong anime for the game. Dobby. Now, if there was if there was a battle royale of AOT characters, then you already know they're going to be the most overused characters, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, and I don't think Gobby's one That's of them. That's what I'm going to fix Seto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about AOT. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm my one-track mind. <laughs> so... Gobby is a pretty lame character. I don't think anybody's choosing Gobby. No one yeah. is. Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god. I Okay. My buddy said that I nailed this impression, but you're the impression master. Uh-huh. Have you seen Harry Potter? I have seen some Harry Potter, yeah. Master's given Dobby a sock. Master has presented Dobby with clothes. Dobby is free. Does he disappear afterwards? He does, uh... He's just free. Doesn't he disappear? Like, like, vanishes. Because he's free. No longer of this world. There's no way he's free just roaming around. No, he, he dies in the next book. Oh. Never mind. He's not free. <laughs> or the next couple books. No. I, I, I think that's... Yes. Heise says he <laughs> dies. <laughs> he dies! <laughs> you guys tell me. You guys tell Zach. Did he nail that impression? I want to say yes. I think that was pretty good. Did Master do a good When I close my eyes, I, I definitely picture Dobby. Master has given Dobby a sock. <laughs> I just said yes. So there it is. Yeah. There we good go. job. I say approved. Jaegerist approved. I like it. So remember, guys, get your updates on Instagram. Make sure you follow us at Attack to Talk Podcast. New episodes, remember, guys, are published every Friday. We did a pre-recorded episode because we also didn't want to leave you all hanging because I was away, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we wanted to have an episode for you guys. So hopefully you guys checked it out. It was a fun episode. I got pee shamed, which I've been holding my pee this entire episode. I have to. I've had to since like hour and a half ago. <laughs> no, like before we even started the first <laughs> bit of the actual episode, I was like, shit. Shit. Here it is. I have to pee. <laughs> it's okay. We're holding it together. We're staying strong. And, uh, but yeah, guys, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, and new episodes of Published Fridays, guys, on our many different platforms. Make sure you look at the link tree available on our Instagram profile page to see all those different platforms. And, uh, yeah. We shouted out our friend and our buddy and, uh, our editor, Nate, a little while ago. We want to go ahead and thank Nate again. Check out Nate Plays Bad, guys. 
over on his uh, Twitch channel. Go support him. Show him some love. His birthday is coming up. Yeah. Birthday's coming up. Hopefully, we get him on the pod before the birthday. That'd be awesome. Um, no promises, though, guys. But uh, I think that'd be awesome. And <laughs> that's okay. Um, but we love Nate. Nate does uh, so much for this podcast. Uh, yeah. And uh, without Nate, who knows where this podcast would be. So, uh, very quickly, guys, we want to go ahead and shout out some merch opportunities for you guys uh, in our link tree. We go ahead and have uh, different ways for you guys to go ahead and browse through some merch. One of them being Collector Sesh. And uh, the link tree, there is a link for you guys to use that'll take you to Collector Sesh's online store, do some browsing, check for the different uh, anime stuff they have available. And if you guys want to see more, they have uh, their Instagram, Collector Sesh. That is Collector underscore Sesh. They also have a second um, Instagram at Geeky Statues. Check it out, guys. And uh, if you guys want to go ahead and search for some more anime merch and other merch involving, you know, we talked about some DC stuff with the Flash film. We talked about Marvel stuff with Guardians film. We talked about, obviously, uh, Spider-Man, you know. And um, if you guys are interested in even looking to see what merch is available there, check out uh, Fandomian. There's a link in a link tree that will take you to Fandomian's online store. And guess what? There is a code for you guys to use. That promo code is LEX, L-E-X. For 10% off for you guys' a purchase order. Um, yeah, they have a lot over at Fandomian, guys. So go ahead and check it out. And if you guys see something you like, use that promo code, promo code LEX, for 10% off of your purchase order. Now we want to talk about some art. Obviously, starting with our buddy, Art of Caesar. Caesar is incredible, and Caesar is very, very talented. And uh, Eddie, hopefully that, uh, that uh, I believe it was like the art walk you guys do. Um, I know you mentioned that you were going to go ahead and see uh, Caesar. Which is awesome. I, I love when those worlds kind of collide. Uh, hopefully it went well. And uh, shout out to Caesar for being just incredibly talented. And uh, check out his Instagram, guys. Check it out. It's at Art of Caesar. You need to check it out because, uh, again, his art is just incredible. And if you guys like what you see, you guys can go ahead and purchase some of his art over uh, in our link tree. There's a link for you guys to use that will take you to his Etsy store. And you guys can buy some of his art. So shout out to Caesar. And he says, yes, yes, we got to see each other. Super cool guy. Of course, he always sends his well regards. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Love you, Caesar. Thank you. Caesar is Caesar's awesome. And we want to now shout out Eddie because Eddie was obviously at this art walk because he is another uh, incredible artist. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to see Eddie's art, go ahead and follow him on Instagram at Art Dewan as Art D-E-Wan. Check it out, guys. Um, and shout out to Eddie because he not just does art, but he also uh, comes up with content over on his YouTube. So check out his YouTube channel at Eddie Hinston. Um, and yeah, just shout out to Eddie for being, uh, just very, very creative and, uh, being, uh, one of our many talented friends. Yeah, guys. So we have so many incredible friends. So shout out to, uh, to all of you. Shout out to you guys for continuing to support us and just checking us out. We missed, we missed you guys so much. Honestly. Um, it was tough guys. It was tough. It was tough when Sunday came around and, uh, and I was like, man, I'm not know doing, do myself I'm not doing an episode. You know, it's like. I had no clue. My, my whole. Ruin. It's ruined. Yeah. I know what to do. I remember I was at dinner, you know, it, over in, in Mississippi. And, uh, you know, there's a two hour difference. So when it was like eight o'clock, I was like thinking to myself, man, at this time, like. I was this I close be to doing... buying a flight and tracking you down. Yeah. And just bringing all the equipment being like, I, I need it. Yeah. Here we go. You ready to do this I podcast? I need it. I need to bring it back. <laughs> That'd have been interesting—a surprise uh, stream over in Mississippi. Um, Take you guys out for a nature walk or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of green out there for sure. 
I'm sure it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome. Um Mississippi was an incredible trip and again an incredible experience as I met so many incredible people. And uh I do wanna say uh for my buddy who actually is a fan of Attack on Titan that I met over there in the the, the plant and he uh, wanted to he wanted to go ahead and, and, and find the podcast, so I sent him the YouTube link, and uh, he followed. And so I want to say shout-out to my buddy, Mississippi Mike. Shout-out. Well, shout-out to, to Mississippi fam. Mike. Uh, track down age. Yeah, Mike, Mike was just another awesome dude. Honestly, uh, let me tell you this, Zach. All the guys there at the plant were... They were they were so kind, you know. You're you're walking. They obviously all have their tasks and stuff, right? But if you're walking through and you're kind of just like, oh hey, you know, good morning, or hey, how's it going? You know, they're all going to go ahead and be very very respectful and very kind and stuff, you know. But the ones that, you know, me and my other, you know, me and my dad and you know our boss worked with closely. I mean, they they all were just, just great to be around. You know, it honestly was really it was sad leaving, because I'm never, I'm not a fan of goodbyes. You know, and so that one was stuff. While I was definitely ready to go home, it was still tough saying bye to to the guys that I work with closely over in the shop and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and Mike is Mike's one that real connection. Yeah, you know, Mike's one of those guys. You know, where he he we worked with him over the weekend, and uh, and you know, every time we saw him at the shop, you know, he had his own obligation, you know, his own you know machine to go ahead and 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 run. And every time passing by, you know, go ahead and give him a shout out, you know, say, you know, hey, what's up, Mike? This is not right. He would go ahead and say bye as he was leaving too. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody that I said bye to, you know, it, it was it was tough. But um, who knows? I'll probably see them again, you know. And we, we were we, they were talking about doing another job over there. And uh, and yeah, so it'd oh, be cool yeah. to go ahead and see them again. But yeah, shout out to Mississippi Mike um, for, for following the podcast. Let's go, Mike. All right, guys. So that's what we got for you. Hi, this is AJ. We're doing this episode right here at the restaurant. I can't yeah. see that. Oh, me going to Lost Pizza. Yeah, like, AJ, yeah. I yeah. found you. Ironically, we're at Lost Pizza, but I found you. Like, dude, I, no. like, I knew you were going to be at this pizza place. Hey, and then I'm like, oh, hey, Zach, come here. Come meet my two friends. <laughs> if you go to Miss, or Mississippi again, yeah. I'm going to fly out there and camp out at Lost Pizza and wait for you. Yeah. Because I know you'll go back. Dude, we can go on a double date. You know, there's this place that they were talking about, mm. and we we're talking about going on Friday because I flew back Saturday, early Saturday. Um, it's called Blue Canoe. It's kind of like this bar scene with live music. Excuse me, and uh, that was kind of the plan. And I I, I went to uh, Lost Pizza on Wednesday. After work, you know, we went and we grabbed dinner. We wanted pizza, and this was a place that people recommended. And we looked at Yelp and stuff, and this was, you know, it was uh, a lot of people's favorite. And so we gave it a shot, and uh, the pizza was good. The pizza was really good. But then when I was chatting up with, uh, with uh, you know, my two friends, uh, what's well, one thing that bugged my, my, my boss was I look, dude, like, you could have totally just got the numbers and, and told them, hey, so I'm going to be going to Blue Canoe on Friday, and I would like for you both to join me. And then I could have and, flown uh, out by Friday. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, you definitely could have. Uh, but uh, you know what? I didn't do that, obviously. And uh, if I had another opportunity, guess what? I'm going to get into Lost Pizza. Zach's flying down there, too. We're going to go to Lost Pizza. 
And we're and gonna live stream it. We're gonna live stream the entire thing to where you can go ahead and, and see me talking to my two friends and I'm gonna be like, Hey Zach, come here. And then uh and then we're going to Blue Canoe. <laughs> I'm gonna give him the uh universe forty two miles there though. There you go. Get my prowler going. Yeah, get your prowler on. Yeah. Um, oh my god! And, I uh, cringe at myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that'd be cool. That'd be fun. You know what? That's we're, it's still a work in progress. And again, we need your guys' help to go ahead and and kind of, you Blow know, it up. get us spotlighted. You know, get us going. But um, me and Zach have some things in work to try to get our names out there, and that's uh, something that we still have to both work at. And uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle, but, you know, me and Zach, were fighters, so, you know what? We're going to go ahead and get a part in that live action, you know? Speak it. And, um... Yes, we happen. are. Obviously, I have my ambitions, I have my goals, and I have my person that I want to be, and, uh, no doubt, I definitely can play that character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being Shigaraki, but, you know... Part of the entertainment business is also uh, AJ for Shiggy. Knowing that when you're starting, you kind of have to build into it. And uh, hey, if that means that I get to be, you know, another character, then so be it. You know, it'll hurt, but I'm gonna prove why I am worthy of being uh, this character. And uh, yeah, I know who Zach should be, and that's you know, yeah, and that'd be awesome, Zach. If you were from that company, you were rating auditions. That'd be super cool. Um, yeah. How did you get into this? Um, honestly, it's just by putting yourself out there. That's just what it is. You know, when you have something kind of in mind, you have to one kind of do your research, find out how you can go ahead and, and try to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see what steps and what measures it takes, and uh, and that's what that's really where me and Zach are at right now. Like, we know that we're essentially going to need representation. We're going to need to go to a talent agency to find a, you know, a booking agent. Yeah, you know, and from then on, you have a booking agent that's going to be able to try to find work for for you, and that's kind of where me and Zach are at right now. Where we're, we're, we need to find a reliable talent agency and uh, and so me and Zach actually have something planned where we're gonna do our headshots and uh, and then we're gonna put ourselves out there and uh, yeah so Eddie saying you do I just post you on my story to get your audition out there uh, ooh that would be good <laughs> Zach would be Bakugo that could be amazing but I would love that the thing is though unfortunately Don't Bakugo was, a, was one of those names that was already casted yeah. I'll just take um, it from him. But, but yeah, um, but I'll to your it. to your question here, Eddie, um, honestly, yeah. anything would help. Repost, right? share. Yeah, anything. Out, so obviously story. social media is huge. We know that TikTok is huge. So, you know, if if you can go ahead and repost over on TikTok, um, yeah, posting over on your story, that'd be awesome. Uh, Eddie's saying that I'm, I'm on that too because honestly – because going to film school and art school is too hard. It takes too long. So honestly, just do it through an agency. Yeah. That's the thing is that mm -hmm. people say that the best way to do it is to get experience by going to school for, right? Yes. That is probably your best route, right? 
because obviously a big important part of it is networking and so when you go through schooling you're already learning you're already networking right and you already kind of have you know an advantage you're a step ahead of the game but there's something called ambition right and there are so many actors who didn't go to school but what they did was they were ambitious they had the heart and desire to do it and guess what i talked about it and and the podcast two episodes ago things are going to be hard things are going to be tough but you need to put in the work you need to go ahead and work hard at it and there is going to be an element of luck that's going to be involved right and that's why i said for me i need that element of luck of just getting noticed you know mm-hmm. but then if i get that element of luck of getting no- noticed i need to then Put in the work to prove to the powers that be that I am somebody that they can trust with a role, right? And you need to understand too is that the process is going to be ongoing because you go through an audition, they give you a chance. You can pretty much bet that there's going to be multiple other auditions because what they're doing is they're going to cut down their list to a few people, right? Yeah, they're going to so, start off with maybe like 30, 40, maybe yeah. more, then dial it down to like 20, yeah. then maybe 10, then maybe 5, then maybe 3, then bring it down to 2, and then pick their one. And that's what it is, is that a lot of times, too, when it gets to these, you know, you're crunching down the, the, the final potential cast members, is that you're going to end up doing, you know, like script reads. You're going to end up doing, you know... You're going to have of, them interacting with other members exactly. of the cast that have already been approved. With potential other people that are going to be casted just to see what the chemistry is like just to see how well you work with an ensemble you know a lot of times too there's going to be um you know improvisation um also they're probably going to have you read for different characters because you know they're trying to see where they can fit you in right but again that that only is if you put in the work and you show them that you're somebody that you know that can go ahead and and you know, do the job, essentially. But something that I know that I have holding against me is the lack of attention, the lack of, I don't have any credits. Like to me, my extent of acting is doing plays in like church when I was in high school. Like that is my extent of what my acting is. And that's something where for me, I was always like a, in school, I was always just trying to be an athlete, right? Um, but come to find out that, hey, doing plays is actually pretty cool. And uh, and so here I am now kind of like, man, you know what? I have a lot of work cut out to me or cut out for me, I should say. And, uh, and I'm just trying to put the work in to go ahead and get something to where if I go to some sort of agency... You know, and I want to have a meeting and then I can go ahead and tell them what my aspirations and what, what my goals are and stuff. And and I can show them kind of the passion that I have and stuff and uh, and hope that that would be enough to go ahead and get a start, get a look, get somebody who would be willing to represent me. And then, uh, and then yeah, a lot, of, a lot of it, too, is also your appearance, you know, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So for all I know, they can get a look at me and be like, look, with all due respect, you don't have the look. Be like, well, I think you're wrong, but you know, I'll go ahead and f- go to a different agency. But, uh, but yeah, it, there's so many steps and measures. It's going, trying to get into the entertainment business. It's one of the more difficult businesses to try to get into. But 
Also, there is the, the strike that's happening. So that's why I feel like there is a window of opportunity because work has stopped. And so now this is my window to try to find something. Because yeah. when they go back to work, I want to be somebody that they could potentially, you know, have in mind for roles. Whatever, right? And they can hit the ground running and just throw them into an interview. Yeah, you just that's the thing is you just never know. But Eddie says, I generally want to become a movie director. And if I'm lucky enough even to get uh, to direct live action AOT movies. But of course, being ambitious and now in, uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's what it is, man. Um, a lot of it too is kind of what you're doing now and that is creating content already, you know, by you... Getting used to being in front of a camera, getting used to interacting with an audience. Yeah, but as directing, you know, that's something where... Well, in terms of directing, it's a little bit more complex. Yeah, you're going to need to... Directing's tougher, but you know you have people who you hear about. They have like their own already support team. They have their own already kind of like group of friends where maybe they're kind of like also in that same realm, right? Where mm -hmm. what they do is they come up with their own little small films, right? Short films, and you kind of just work from there. You know, you start off by creating short films. You go ahead and you kind of try to make each one better maybe even more and then this is where it's tough where you have to invest in it you know put it you know you have to you have to get the right equipment the right you know there's a certain quality yeah. that people are going to want to go ahead and, and and see but uh but then if you continue to go ahead and and create stuff and they get better and you next you know you're improving you're improving then you never know that's the thing is that something a film could kind of go ahead and uh generate interest and people can be become fans of maybe a short film or something that you you put out there to people mm -hmm. and then if your work begins to you know become highly coveted then guess what people are talking about you and the next thing you know you might end up getting a call or you might if you have your email out there somebody's going to reach out to you in your email that's the thing is that what it takes is just a lot of work patience and uh and yeah, it's, you know, just a lot of ambition. And then that's kind of a good start from there. But you also have to do your homework and, and you have to go ahead and, and, and see what you need to do. And I would say, you know, looking it's not online. Just doing it, it's about doing the research, figuring out exactly what you need, how you need to get it set up, yeah. knowing what settings you need, and then taking the action of going and doing it and just risking it for the biscuit. Yeah. Um, hey. Ice is asking, is anyone Todoroki? Yes, somebody was also yeah. casted as Todoroki. Also, still watch My Hero. Don't let the fandom scare you away. Watch is that it. what I said? I personally don't know if I could ever watch My Hero. I seen the fandom and I was like, eh, I don't know. Dude. Hey, AJ, you're cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> watch uh, it. It's worth it. The fandom yeah. isn't all that bad. Jacob. The writer makes fun of the fandom all the time. It's okay. Watch My Hero. It's one of the most popular anime out there. And, uh, and I don't know if you enjoy dubbed. But I enjoy dubbed. It sounds like you do enjoy dubbed if you talk about Bryce Pappenrug. But there's going to be so many voices that you re recall and know from other anime. And uh, that does help with the experience, at least for me. But the characters are... There's so many characters and they're so well written. And uh, the arcs are awesome. And, uh, you know, a lot of good characters. The villains are awesome, too. And and it's just got so much for for you. And... I feel like you're going to like something about it and that'll be enough for you to want to continue watching. And that's kind of what it's been like for me. I mean, it's like, 
you know, a lot of hap a lot a lot of certain things that happen in season one that wants you to continue watching. And then you you get attached to certain characters and stuff, you know, and so there's a reason I freaking read the manga. Yeah, <laughs> like so. it got now. My Hero is one of the first anime besides One Piece to really make me want to read manga. Like I never read manga until recently, and then I caught up on One Piece, and I was like, "Well, shit, now I gotta read it because I need to know what happens." Yeah. And then My Hero was another one of those anime where I was just like, "I can't wait. I don't want to wait. I just read it, mm. and it's so good, so good." Also, Eddie. Uh, oh, Eddie. Hats, snapbacks, snapback hats, and just regular t-shirts, graphic tees. Honestly, I mean, I know the weather doesn't agree with it, but even like beanies. Oh, you beanies! Know? Beanies are always a good pick. Like that is beanies, true. bucket hats. Um, bucket hats for sure too. But I know sometimes skating bucket hats could maybe not be the best choice too. But I mean, I'm also not a skater. I just know that. Fast mm -hmm. movement and fast speeds with bucket hats sometimes aren't the best thing, but if you can yeah. find a good bucket, bucket hat, then yeah. Um, but also, too, I mean, style is kind of just subjective a little bit, yeah. you know, like, as long as you go ahead and, and even, like, especially with you being a skater, like, if you're skating confidently, like, in whatever style, like, people, I mean... You never know. You do you, bro. People might start, you know, start wearing what you're wearing. Shoot, if you go ahead and you wear, for example, you remember, I mean, this was something for me when I was younger, but if you start wearing those freaking pants that you can zip to turn into shorts, you know, like, if you start wearing those confidently, or like an awesome, like Zach said, a snapback and like, you know, whatever, like, you never know. You might have people now start wearing those freaking cargo pants that you can zip into shorts you know like you never know like i never thought that i'd be wearing crocs shoot i wear crocs all the time i know crocs probably aren't the best thing for for skating because i know that you know obviously skating has their own but uh oh eddie says uh hats and t-shirts because everybody wears that yeah no hats and t-shirts <laughs> Yeah, cargo pants that zip into shorts. Yeah. Yeah, look for those. That's what I have. Yeah. Look for those. But also, too, just go thrifting, dude. Like, you can always find a good thrift fit. That's true. I love you know? thrifting. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I've found where, you know, just through thrifting. Um, but in terms of style, man, I mean, it's just kind of find what aesthetic you like and then just... Go ahead and make it your own. You know, just golf skater. Yeah, right, there you go. There you go. See, I see. I might dye my hair. Like, do it. do it. That's the thing. You know what? I've dyed my hair a few times, and it's just about doing something that you think might look cool, or whatever. And if you don't like it, guess what? You can always dye your hair again. You know, mm -hmm. just be careful though dyeing your hair because it, it does damage your hair if you do it often. But uh, oh, you're trying to get the Connie hair? There you go. Oh, damn. That'd be interesting. Do and then dye a design into it. You can go ahead and do that. Um, pretty much, dude, just... You can go ahead and... Uh, 
whatever style it is you choose to go ahead and do, as long as you're doing it confidently, people aren't going to care, dude. You know, that's what it is. And if people do, who cares? You know? People always have opinions of their own, but, like, do what makes you happy. You know? Who cares? As long as you're wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah, please wear clothes. Yeah. Please wear clothes. Doesn't matter what they clothes. are, just wear them. Um... And shoot, dude, maybe even ask your girlfriend, too. And I know that she could probably go ahead and help you with, with whatever it is and stuff. Oh, God. Isis says flock hair. Oh, God. You know? I will say flock season... Any flock after season three. That hair could work. As long as it's not flock season three hair. Nobody wants that squirrel, squirrel tail. I want Nicolo hair. Nicolo hair, yeah, I mean... That's what I want back. Yeah. I just, every day I regret it more and more. That's all right, dude. It's hair, you know? It grows back. It grows back. But, but yeah, that's kind of just uh, two cents here. It's, uh... We don't talk about that. Not season three, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... But anyways, guys, just in short, do what makes you happy, do it confidently, and uh, in terms of aspiring for certain ambitions and goals, just know that it takes a lot of work and, and uh, you know, you're going to have to work hard at it. So, yeah. Unless you're just like, you know, you have a family member that is, you know, in the business or something. That's a good start, I guess. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do your homework, work hard, try to network. Your network is your net worth. A yeah. million times over, your yeah. network is your net worth. And then you just never know what opportunities can, you know, present themselves because of that. So, uh, yeah. I found a guardian showing. <laughs> oh, nice. Soon? Hour and a half. Nice. Um, also, too, Eddie, if, um... You know what? I was just thinking we can kind of help ourselves a little bit where you want to be a director. We want to go ahead and act. You know what? Almost. We can go ahead and try to, you know, work together and build our resumes together. And guess what? You, you are building short films while we are building credits. Portfolios, baby. But there's going to be some sort of substance there to be like, look, you want to see what we were in? This is what we were in. And you never know. And I will say, you can... I will promise you, right? That me and Zach will take roles seriously. And we will put it all into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Heise says, I will cheer you all on. You know what? I mean, Heise, if you're interested in trying to, you know, be a part of the creative team... I mean, why not? But again, guys, it's going to take hard work. Just saying, Eddie, it's an option. Well, guys, with all that being said, I think it's time. It's time because Zach has a showing for Guardians. And I need to pee. And you, yeah, <laughs> Zach had to pee for the longest time. But... Uh, but yeah, I want to say again, guys, just, you guys are awesome. We love you guys so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And it's just 
felt so good to be back here, guys, being able to go ahead and stream live and talk to you guys. Um, yeah, a week felt way too long. But, uh, but yeah, we'll be back. And make sure you guys uh, keep all your updates or get all your updates over on Instagram because uh, we might have a midweek podcast episode for you guys if we're able to go ahead and get Nate mm -hmm. um, on the podcast with us. And, That'd be uh, awesome. And yeah, so make sure you guys go ahead and follow us and get all your updates there. Um, Eddie says, we'll work in the future for sure. We love you all and have a great night. You too, Eddie. No, you guys are awesome. We love you guys so much. Um, shout out to the AOT fam. Shout out to our Levi squad. And uh, make sure you guys look forward to those future Q&As, future poll questions, because we had a lot of fun talking uh, about the two that we had for the, for this podcast episode. And I love you too, Isaiah. You guys are awesome. Uh, it feels so you. good to be back. But um, with all that being said, guys, this is Asia signing off, saying I love you guys. <laughs> Shout out to our favorite Jaegerists. Our favorite Jaegerists <laughs> are shouting out all of his fellow Jaegerists. Um, but you guys know the saying, guys. Just stay safe out there. As I mentioned, work hard. Try to stay positive. Uh, we love love and we hate hate. So love you guys. I'll see love you guys next week. Zach, you want to go ahead and uh, give some nice words of wisdom? <laughs> uh, network is your net worth. Hate, hate, love, love. Uh, be kind to others. Bye, love you. But it is, guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>